Big, big announcement. Mm -hmm. Big, big, big. Aggressive yeah. feminist yeah. men. Yeah. That's who we are. All this shit getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flaker 2. I'm going blind. Uh, this is a concern of mine. It's been a concern of mine for the last couple of weeks. I haven't really spoken about it at all because I thought it would go back to normal. Yeah. I blink. I rub my eyes a lot. It doesn't go back to normal. Yeah. Like I'm looking at the topics that are on the, the TV right now. Yeah. Everything there is blurry. Yeah. Oh, really? And you know, the crazy thing is, as I get closer, it doesn't stop being blurry. <laughs> and then I do one eye and I do the other eye, blurry in both eyes. <laughs> And it's the type of blurry that's really weird. There's like yeah. multiple versions of the letters. So there's the letters, I see the main ones, then I see a little one behind it above and a little one behind it below. What? It's I'm, not even funny. This is concerning. No, <laughs> I might lose my fucking sight, dude. <laughs> I think he just needs glasses. Am I crazy? No. no I haven't go. needed glasses, you so I don't know. Got to go with the LASIK. I got to go with LASIK, but, but I don't know if is, I can get LASIK for this. I, so I haven't had vision issues. You have. You got glasses on right now. Yeah. Is that just you need glasses? That's all I'm thinking. I'm oh, dismissing yeah. this because no, this I'm like... this is all just for show. Yeah, Alan doesn't need glasses. I'm a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> How does the one guy in the pocket that doesn't need glasses wear glasses? Yeah, I'm not understand. losing my vision, bro. No, you just need glasses. I'm not son. doing it. Uh, no, I'm give, not give him your glasses right now. Give him your glasses, bro. Uh, it. You want to see better? Yeah. Give me them You want to see better, son? Yeah. Give me them glasses. Yeah. Give me them glasses right now. Let's see. Shit. Hold on. Oh, you almost poked yourself alive. Hold on. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Let's go. I'm not attracted to black women no more. That's crazy. <laughs> this is the second I put on these bifocals, black women went to the wayside. They went bye. Bye, bye, bitch. No. <laughs> bye. Oh, my God, bro. This is crazy. Even looking at Mark, his ass is smaller. This is nuts. Take him off. What the? Yeah. Oh, shit. Ow. You got to stop using these glasses, bro. It's totally changing you. Maybe without these glasses, we get back to normal Al. Yeah. <laughs> What's not? Nineties Al. I'm just bro. saying, nineties Al who appreciated the finer things. This is like a dignified. Oh, yeah. This is like a librarian Al. Real yeah. talk. Yeah. This is without these, you appreciate the ebony, but you put these on and it's ivory all day, yeah. dog. Yeah, Look at this. Point. Real. This Yo, is those, crazy. Are, those are like those colorblind guys. Glasses. There's a black guy in the room by the equipment. Is he stealing the equipment? I think he's trying to steal the equipment. Bro, we gotta make that video out. Oh God. Oh, it's just Alex. <laughs> it's just Alex Media. Bro, you got racist <laughs> bifocals, too. That, that's Alex. Enough. 2X's, that's oh, wow. Alex yeah. with 1X. Yeah. This is Alex 1X. It's like the colorblind video where you put the on the kids. Yeah, but I start crying because there's minorities <laughs> in the room. They're taking over. Oh, <laughs> we got to get those to Miles. No, 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 no. <laughs> Opposite Miles glasses. You put them on, you only see one color. That's white. <laughs> exactly. This is really scary, Al. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't oh, put them on backwards. Do I don't. Oh, look at, wait, like, yeah. like that? You can't do it like that. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. how the black people would do it, though. <laughs> like upside down? Yeah. Like yeah. what happens if I put them on upside oh, down? Ooh, oh, shit. guys. Oh, what is it? I, it looks exactly the I don't same. know, but like, I don't know why, but I think I'm starting to feel like beating up random Asian people. Am I turning black? Am I turning black? Yeah, Is you're that black me? Now. I'm nah, turning nah, nah, black? Nah, you might yeah, be black. We good now. with the Asians. You good with the Asians? We good. You got squash? Asians about this close to being like, Ah, it's just black people beating us up. Can y'all stop? Can y'all? I mean, we was trying to identify with y'all, okay? We we understood what it was to be victims, but y'all won't stop beating us up at the fucking bus stop. Sorry about the corner stores. I didn't know you were gonna take it. Sorry, we followed y'all around. Sorry, we followed y'all around. As if we could catch y'all anyway. <laughs> Y'all get there too fast. I said we got time to set up the store. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Oh shit. All right. That was scary right you there. Almost up. That was fucking terrible. Dude, I Whoa. Bro. Almost blacked out, bro. That's Dude, bad. I li- <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't try those on, bro. Yeah. I wouldn't try those on if I were you. Al, you got racist bifocals, man. I, mean, I need to. No, you know who invented bifocals? Who? Uh Scottish people. Hitler, I think. No, Hitler did invent bifocals. <laughs> ben bro. Franklin, I'm pretty sure. Ben Franklin invented yeah. bifocals. Might and there was also a monofocal. I'm all about the Benjamins, baby. <laughs> <You all> about- <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Second he put him back on, <laughs> he found the whitest rap bar. I am all about the Benjamins, <laughs> baby. Hi, my name is. <laughs> all, right. all right, man. So what are you uh, gonna do? What are you gonna do now that you're blind? I know. Once we go back to New York, I'm gonna go get um I'm gonna go get my eyes checked. This happened to me once before. And I think some bitch said I had astigmatism or something like that. I went That's to what a, I was thinking. But I went to a ghetto ass eye place. It was in the black back of the black. It was in the back of a <laughs> <laughs> it was in the back of a sunglasses hut. You know what I mean? And that, then they put they just put that your does face. Sound pretty black, to be honest. It yeah. was pretty black. You went to a hut, bro. You went to a hut. I went to a hut. I was in an ap- actual hut. You saw a witch yeah. doctor. <laughs> but it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. So I went to the back. They put you on that machine that looks like the submarine thing. Yep. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, you looking through the Empire State Building shit. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then. Uh, did she you have like, to put quarters in it to make it work? I did. That's how ghetto it was. <laughs> yeah. She was like, if you want to see, you have to put some change in this shit. I was like, all right, bitch. And then um, I went, they they try to sell you sunglasses. I can't trust her. Yeah. Like yeah. their Conflict business is selling the glasses. Yeah. Interest, yeah. So I'm like, I don't trust. And I went to just a straight up, you know, eye doctor. Right. Mm. Jewish. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this is way before everybody we hated Jews. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like don't judge me. How? This is this, this is way wow. of years ago. <laughs> yeah, you went BC times, bro. How'd you get a time machine but you can't fix your eyes, bro? This shit is before year zero. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> How'd you do that? Before all right, all right. So AD. they were hating them a little bit, not as much okay. as this is before the Hadids. Okay. <laughs> this is before Bella and Gigi started getting real opinionated openly. about what's going on openly, right? So uh I went and then and the dude was like, nah, bro, you're just looking at your phone too much and it's causing your eyes to blur. So you need to not look at your phone that much mm-hmm. and start looking at shit far away. That's why you turn that shit sideways, I bet. Damn you right. You were like, yo, uh, let me look a little less bad. That you was go. that was good, bro. I got bro. it. I got it. Fucking dog. good, dog. You dog. Quick so out you, there, yeah. boy. You think it's the same issue? You think you're looking at your phone too much? I think so. Like I'll look at like how many hours a day I spend on my phone, you know, when uh Steve, yeah. whatever his name, not Steve Jobs, what's the gay guy's name? Tim Cooks. Tim Cook, yeah. What well, Tim Cook wanna tell you how much of a degenerate you are, piece mm. of shit. <laughs> it's like I know I'm on my phone, motherfucker. Yeah. I don't even know Let the exact be, hours. Yeah. And it will be like you're down 14%. You're only on your phone eight hours a day. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. All right, let me chill with this stuff. So you might see uh you might might see me with the old man font coming up. <laughs> So you're not going to get off your phone. I'm not off my phone. I just got to find a way to look at the phone. I need to get some glasses so I can but look at the, the phone. Here's the thing. Y'all got mad concerned when he said, I think I'm going blind. And I was like, hold on. Let's hear the Andrew actual what's happening. I mean, he I... He needs glasses. I need glasses. Ain't, ain't glasses. that going blind? But, yeah, you but, don't need glasses because you, you see better. But you guys yeah. are all like, oh, I'm concerned. Get glasses. It's not a big deal. Go to Lens Crafters. Uh, nah, nah. It's not a disease if you go to Lens Crafters. You can't you go to Lens Crafters, bro. You, they they want to sell you glasses. It's yeah. a hustle. <laughs> you, motherfucker, God wants to sell you glasses. <laughs> it ain't Lens Crafters. It's God. Yeah, I guess that is a good point. All right. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Um... <laughs> I don't know. What if this is God? What if this is God? Maybe we've spoken about this on a podcast before, but what if this is God? What do you mean? Like, what you're supposed if. To be blind? Yeah, you're supposed to lose your vision a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I already think my girl's amazingly beautiful right now. Mm-hmm. So imagine 
how much more if I can't see her that good? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're yeah. already this incredibly beautiful, right, and I start getting fuzzy around the edges, uh, I'm not gonna notice you getting old. Mm. It's like God, <laughs> God's jumping in before I can see wrinkles or any of that kind of shit. So God's gonna take your vision to keep you from getting a divorce. Right, there yeah, we yeah. go. God's <laughs> like, oh, you think she's fine now? Ha! Wait up. Keep yep. your vision and half your money. Got you. Now you got yeah. it. I, I'm, I'm rich. Yeah. I'm rich in all aspects of life because of God. God don't want me to see shit too But everyone's clearly. getting LASIK and what happens? Well, then you got to get Botox. I, I told my girl. <laughs> I told my girl. I was like, if I get these motherfuckers fixed, we all got to get some shit fixed. I'm going to get rid of my crow's feet unless your you know, vision goes. What if, I get some, what if I get some bifocals that make my girl see me shittier? Oh, that's what funny. if her vision's too pristine? Mm. She's looking at me like, oh, you're aging, you got right. you know, freckles, all this shit, like the sunspots. Mm. You gotta right. let yeah. your wife's vision go. If you what love, is this 2020? You, love, you gotta let her vision go. Rather you, both going blind or both getting preserved. That's it. Yeah. We have to make a choice. Mm -hmm. Every relationship, you have to make a choice. Do we get tox? Do we start going under the knife? Do we keep this shit going? Or do we drop that vision to 60-20 and say fucking on the highway? <laughs> <laughs> like that's really what it's about. Yes or no? You're right. Just get a Tesla though. Get a Tesla, drives for yourself. You're good. That's perfect. Yeah. You got your eyes fixed. Yeah. You happier or sadder? A little sadder. A little sadder, bro. That's why, That's I, miss why it, I miss it so much. I got to wear fake glasses. Yeah. The reason he's in the white girls, those were the only ones he could see at night. Oh, yeah, <laughs> They're glowing. Bro. They literally glow. He couldn't see any women. But the whites are like, oh, there's one. Yeah, yeah. I can fit. Okay, I got that one. Yeah. And then he goes and gets it. Uh-huh. This is practical. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I think this is practical. I think this is God intervening, trying to make us happy, trying to, you know, add some, I don't know, level of consistency to our life as things change, as we, you know. It is interesting. The divorce rate has gone up as vision has gotten better over time. Ooh. Yep. I bet the first divorce is right after bifocals. Why do you think they only had one focal? Remember the... Oh, the monocle. This one was for your wife, and, and this one's to read. Yeah. Exactly. That's why pirates had the patch, so I got to look at this bitch ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to save this one. I'm going to save this one for my wife. Uh -huh. Oh, no, I'm going to save this one for the sea. Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> pirate? What? You're talking about pirates yeah, versus pirates. Monopoly. Yeah, that's what no, pirates. no, pirates. had the patch. They're talking about monocles. No, no first monocles, then, you know, but then also pirates. You out in the sea. Mark. Come on, Come on We're talking about a lot of one-eyed motherfuckers yeah. out here. Cyclops? Yeah. Cyclops is his gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, those motherfuckers love dicks. <laughs> You know, they really did. Yo, imagine how easy it is to take out a Cyclops. You just poke that big motherfucker in the eye and then yeah. run away. There's nothing he could do, dog. I always thought that. Nothing he could do. Yeah. Throw some sand in his eye. Yeah, he's got no depth perception either. Oh, dummy, he got no depth perception? No depth perception. Any stooge, three stooges can take you out. Bah. Yeah. That's in. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. What you need depth that word is hard, bro. Yeah, that's all these letters that's in a there. tough yeah. word. When you say it like depth. that, it sounds so smart. Say depth. it. Say it. Depth. Depth. Depth perception. Perception. Depth. Depth perception. <laughs> depth. Bruh, you sound depth. actually a little bit retarded when you yeah, say that. Like, if Johnny Depp's yeah. name was Johnny Depth, he never makes it. <laughs> you, we don't even know what Pirates of the Caribbean is if Johnny Depp is Johnny Depth. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> Yo, real talk. <laughs> depth, that word, it's impossible to say that word and then 
it, I mean, for lack of a better word, not think that you're retarded fundamentally. Yeah, yeah, no. Fundamentally <laughs> retarded. No. Also, yo, can we talk <laughs> about this really quick? What, what, the what, fact what? that you didn't know what Down syndrome was Come on, versus Mark. Asperger's. Okay, this is a serious conversation, all right? No, no. Ask the people at home <laughs> no. first. I think, yeah, we should ask the people first. The same thing. No, See the results. Last episode, we'll we about talked about this, and I, right. everyone was like, oh, yeah, you're being so silly. That's such a goofy thing. And then this weekend, we're doing the show, and he's trying to do a joke about it. And it's like it's like hidden, but like the audience is like not positive. What's exactly. the joke? What's he saying? It's, he's just talking about. I didn't know that <laughs> Down syndrome, those people, yeah. were called retards. Retards. I thought Down syndrome people are Down syndrome. We called them cousins because they all look similar. When I was younger, you just called them <laughs> the cousins, right? So I, thought, I, thought, I still think he's joking I, about this. I'm I don't, not. I, we called them the cousins. That's the cousins, right? Yeah. And. And we, I thought they were their own thing. Like, I would never call That's them. the least racist term. You say they all look the same about cousins? That's actually. They look cousinish. They look cousinish. They all look the same. They look cousinish. It gets so, worse. So, so I thought they were the cousins. I would never call one of them retarded. That's cruel. They're sweet little kids, you know, always smiling, laughing, happy. Loving life. Right. So when Elon Musk came out as retarded or on the spectrum of retarded, yeah. I was like, this is fucked up. Like you can't be this successful and call yourself retarded, and then everybody's like looking at me like I'm like, why are so you? In something about Mary, what do you think that kid was? What's his, what is the kid? Was he a cousin Frank or was he? <laughs> what do you think he was? Was he a cousin or no? Did he look like a cousin? What cousinish? No, no. Like was he literally played by a cousin? No, no, no. But he played a cousin. Was it a? Have you seen my baseball? You remember that guy? But he's not a cousin. I need baseball? to see a picture of him. They, they have a similar. <laughs> they have a similar look. It's, if you don't acknowledge <laughs> that they have a similar so look, we can laugh at that. Yeah, yeah, no. it, if you don't acknowledge they have a similar look, then you're not. I have bad vision. I can see they all look similar. <laughs> 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 right. So, so if the actor, because there are actors that are part of the cousins, but they are able, they're high functioning enough to like play roles. And then there are actors that are not part of the cousins, but they sound like the cousins, like the guy from Breaking Bad. Oh, look at the yeah. picture. Stop right. That's not a cousin, that's dude. That's Shane Gillis. That's Shane. <laughs> Shane. That's Shane's first major breakthrough. Like before SNL, he played a cousin on on uh, something about Mary. But that's not a cousin. Do you guys understand what I'm saying or no? So it's crazy because he this is he's being honest. <laughs> he pulled, I he, would I, I I think if you call if you call a cousin retarded, you are cruel, bro. <laughs> that's cruel, bro. All right. That's cruel. But if you call someone who looks just like you, dresses just like you, you think they're you, and then they're just doing some wild shit out of nowhere, and if you're and you're like, yo, is he retarded though? Like, like genuine, like you're not trying to insult them. You're like, yo, is is your man's retarded? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's a serious question, like, yo, is your man's retarded? Then, then that's fine. I don't think that's offensive because you're trying to understand why he's not acting regular, why he's acting retarded. Yeah. And maybe the answer is he's fucking retarded. I just right? don't, I don't even get why Mark's laughing. Yo, like, so, this all makes sense. Yo, yes. I'm so, so confused. You ain't have a short bus in school. We did. We did. But there were you my friends. I had friends on that bus. I had friend Laurent from the uh, Jerk Your Meat. <laughs> He was retarded, bro. Like he, 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 he was, he was a little retarded, bro. Like he had a class. He, he had short bus. Yo, he had. He was oh, in a special okay. class. They removed him from our class. It, there was too much information for him or something. And they, he would go. He would talk to a counselor. We, you called those kids special, and we called them also retarded. No, we didn't call them special. We called them dumb. 
That's a dumb. He kid. wasn't dumb. No, no, they're not dumb. They're not dumb. They're just retarded. This is different. <laughs> dumb is you have everything that we have, and then you can't, you know, put some intelligence out there in the world. Some yes. people are Correct. retarded. If you're dyslexic, you're retarded, yeah. right? Like dyslexia it's just is the just the lower level. Exactly. Of if you're dyslexic, you can't read. You can't read. That's that's retarded, right? There's levels to it. There's levels to shit. If you're if you got um if you're if you have like a web fingers, that's retarded. Yep. Right? Like okay. there's a little thing you you pigeon toed. Boom. <laughs> One eye is a little weird. If you're cockeyed, you're retarded. We would call that retarded. Yeah. It's, those are more physical retardations. We were using one word for a large group of people. That's what people did back in the day. We didn't understand all these little things. Do you look normal and then you act a little weird? That's retarded. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. That's just what it is, bro. Yeah. We had a Russian kid that didn't put on deodorant. We thought he was retarded for three months. Mark. We thought he was retarded <laughs> for three months. This kid, this kid Henry, we didn't know. We, we, he didn't speak English and he didn't wear deodorant. So we're like, okay, he's fucking retarded. And then he learned English, and then he, we told him to put on deodorant, and he was the smartest, most normal kid. He ended up working for a bank. We so thought he was can, a retard for You cannot be retarded. You can get your work your way out of retarded. Retard is just a word that we used when we didn't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> is that fair? Yeah. Is that fair it's to say? It's a foreigner. It's accurate. Son, that's that, just what people did back how it was All New Yorkers huh? would agree with you. This is actually how it was in school? I, I'm actually underplaying it a little bit. <laughs> it would be a little school? bit more. Yeah, it would be I, a little bit more. That. We went to public school, bro. They throw 1,200 kids in fucking two grades. Yeah, you know, I just got to make sense of the like, world, There was more bro. retards than normals yeah, in the class. Yeah. Son, there was so many that slipped by. 90% retards, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> Had to be. So many slipped by. I would have a kid. He would just go to the bathroom whenever he wanted. He didn't ask the teacher. He'd just get up in the middle of class, and he'd just start walk in the bathroom and the teacher like uh samuel where are you going where are you going he goes uh i'm going to the bathroom and then she's like you didn't ask permission he just walked out the door and within like two months of doing that he just didn't have to ask permission to walk out of the classroom anymore. wait can you tell the everybody story else the, at the special kid or whatever you called him the cousin what? that was uh, he wasn't a cousin what part of what don't you understand he, what, yeah, yeah, what part of uh what part of uh no what is it <laughs> uh, what a part of no sorry i told on patreon once uh, fuck, on what clip. was it what part of no no talking. Oh, no, no. What part of be quiet? Do you oh, yeah. What? The, yeah, yeah. What the, we had a kid that was not a cousin. Okay. Now I understand that as being on the spectrum. In the, in the moment, I didn't understand that. Okay. But now I understand as being on the spectrum. He was definitely on the spectrum. He was an autist. He was an autist. Yeah. So so he would have mm -hmm. his different things. He couldn't go outside. He could If it was dark, he couldn't do anything. You know, he'd freak out in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he, he, would, he would. He would. If you turned off the lights, the kid would run right through all the, all the desks. He, would, he wouldn't move his desk out of his way. He would he would slide his chair back and then start running straight. It was, like a, it was a video game character. You ever seen a video game character like run into a wall and oh, just yeah, keep on running. running into the wall? He would do that to desks, dude. Like, boom, like just run through the Grand desks. It was unbelievable. Plow straight through, right? And if you turned off the lights, so like anytime a teacher wanted to do like a cool experiment or something like that, they wanted to heighten the tension. They didn't realize that he had this like dark thing. We all did, but we didn't say anything. So like the teacher would turn off the lights and then the fucking kid would start plowing through the class like a wildebeest, bro. There was, <laughs> and it would scare the shit out of the teacher, dude. Like sometimes you have a substitute, they roll in the, the TV, right? They're like, yeah, we're just, gonna, we're just gonna watch a movie during class. And all of us are sitting there like, oh, we are gonna watch a movie. This is a fun one. Watching Lion King, bro. Yeah. Yeah. not making it out of this one. So, he would just run through the whole thing. We didn't understand there was a spectrum yeah. because the kid was really fucking smart, but he was also, you know, in the dark, he would run, right? So, <laughs> musky.
Yeah, it was a little wild. It was a little wild. So, um, I, yeah. So wait. Oh, yeah. So one time he just kept doing shit in class. I forget what he was doing, but he just like, kept talking out. And this teacher goes, uh, he goes, uh, what, <laughs> what part of be quiet do you not understand? This motherfucker took one beat and just went the bee. <laughs> <laughs> So good. What a good answer. So this, te- <laughs> yo, this teacher, this teacher was perplexed, bro. This bitch, this bitch got stopped in her tracks. Oh he stopped this bitch in her tracks, bro, because she was looking at him. And again, this was a different time, but she was looking at him as if he was retarded, right? So she wasn't expecting such a witty, quick response. And then, obviously, now we understand that he wasn't retarded. You know, he just had his little things. Yeah. So. Boom, hits her back with that, and then she just could say nothing. She just sat there. She was fucking silent. She would be, be quiet, you. That's all what he should have said. Be quiet, you. Yeah, she understood the B real quick. She understood the fuck out of that B. Oh, it's such a good answer, dude. So that's what I'm saying. Like, people, they don't have any understanding for us what, what we went through. It's like we were in school. Nobody gave us any information about mental illness or anything. They didn't invent all these terms. They just put a helmet on a kid and sat him in advanced algebra. Right. <laughs> you didn't know one kid with autism? I knew many now. Now that I think of it, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't know but that like, they yeah, had autism at the time. Was. When was how old you were you? you heard the, when you what? heard the word autism? How no, old were you? Autism isn't cousins. Autism oh, yeah. is right. you okay. and me. They look just like you and me. You were at Starbucks <laughs> online. You would never know. They call out the order and they do a backflip in the middle of the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's autism, right? That's different. That is it not, yo? Is it not? Is, oh god. <laughs> you gotta pull your side out a little bit more akash and then lean it back good yeah now lean it back so did, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. did you not understand why people were were trying to take the word retard out of out of vocabulary? If now that I know that they were calling the cousins retards, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, what's wrong with people? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna take a break for a second because some of y'all are stressed and you don't need to be. We have solutions for that, okay? Some of y'all just like to smoke with the homies and you can't because you might get too fucking high your next day is ruined. I'll be honest, me, I smoke weed. I have a hangover the next day. It's an emotional hangover. It's worse than that physical one I get from drinking. So I got to be chill on my weed, but I love the social element of smoking. And the reason that I love it is because I love hanging with the homies and I love the focus on breath. And I like chilling the fuck out, which is what smoking does for me. So you know what I do? I use CBD, okay? I smoke these CBD joints, and I'm only doing it with the best company on the planet, and that's Cushy Dreams. This is very simple, okay? They make the flower, the smokable CBD. This is what they focus on. This is what they love. This is what they do absolutely amazingly. You can get the pre-rolls. You can get the flower just in the can itself. Dove, you could pass me that one right there. I'm telling you, these guys are not playing around. It's high. It's premium. This is the good shit. I mean, this is not a game. This is the good shit. I'm going to bust this one open so you guys could see. But this is this is look at that. Oh my god. This is fantastic. This is the this is the good shit right here. Look at this. Look at this nug. Oh my goodness. Look at that right. That might be real weed. That might be real weed. They might have mixed some real weed in there by accident on purpose. They might have mixed some real weed in there by accident on purpose. My point is Cushy Dreams has got your back. And if you want to just smoke some CBD, man, if you want to be with the homies just sitting around chilling, smoking, 
you're going to do a CBD if you got something to do the next day or even later that day. Maybe you got kids. Maybe you got to take care of your kids afterwards. Maybe you got to go to work. Maybe you got to do a show. Maybe I smoke before the show because I can't be too high when I'm on stage and I can't deliver. Okay? Point is, Cushy Dreams has got your back. Okay? The taste is absolutely amazing. The smoke is absolutely amazing. Contains under 0.3% of THC, so it is legally and federally, I believe, okay and good to go, even though some of that shit looks like actual weed. So this is what you're going to do. Okay? What you're going to do right now is you're going to go to CushyDreams.com. You're going to go to CushyDreams.com. And that is Cushy, K-U-S-H-Y, Dreams.com. And at checkout, you're going to use the promo code Flagrant for 20% off your next order. Okay? Smoke your CBD with promo code Flagrant and get 20% off today. Go do it right now and hit us up after you do and let us know how much you love Cushy Dreams. These motherfuckers are not playing around. We hung out with them when we were in Arizona. They came to the shows, two great guys, and they're putting out absolutely amazing product. Lots of love, lots of respect. Go support Cushy Dreams. Now let's get back to it. We're 30 minutes in. This I was supposed to announce this right off the jump. Big, 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 big announcement, okay? Big tour. We won. We beat COVID. Okay? Yeah. We beat COVID. The victory is ours. Yep. It's time to celebrate. Yep. And how we gonna do that? We going on fucking tour. Hell yeah. Okay? Yeah. For all y'all, big venues, Al. Mm. Big. 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 Big stepper. Big. Big! Big, 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 big! Turn the lights off so I can run through the fucking camera out. <laughs> it's big. We're going big, 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 big. Big tour. The infamous tour coming through Mad Cities. Tickets go on sale Friday, 10 a.m. Okay? I'm looking right at you. Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Get these fucking tickets. Don't let these scalpers beat you and they hit you over the head for fucking hundreds and hundreds and thousands of fucking dollars. Okay? I see what this happens. Go immediately. TheAndrewShows.com. Get those fucking tickets. Friday. Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All the cities that we're going to, I'm going to tell you real quick. Obviously, mm. we still got... Um, we still got some uh, shows left as we prepare for the tour, but... August 13th, Dallas, Texas, baby. The 14th, Houston, Texas. The 18th, Tucson, Arizona. The 20th and 21st, Los Angeles, California. This is big news. I was going to film my special there in Los Angeles, California. Two pieces of news right here. Some good news, some bad news. Some bad news, I'm not filming the special in Los Angeles, California because I can't trust your fucking government to keep places open. I can't trust them to not do mass. I can't trust them to not limit occupancy. I cannot trust that they're going to actually be open if we don't book a venue now then we won't be able to film this special until the next year and it's gonna be too crazy so we had to move the special out of california because of your fucked all of a governor gavin newsom blame it on him i'm very upset but the good news is that's more seats for our shows there we're still coming baby mm. we're still mm. coming to do it so more seats available those are sold out now we're adding more seats go get those as well um oklahoma city detroit michigan milwaukee san diego austin that's where we're filming the special. Ooh. Ooh. Louisville, Kentucky, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Indianapolis, Washington, D.C., Madison, Chicago, Minneapolis, Fargo, and Boston for New Year's. Go mm. there. Go get the tickets right now. Um, yeah, the Austin shows, we're going to film the special there. That's going to be fucking wild. So pull up to that. Uh, God bless you. We love you. We appreciate you. And um, go get those tickets right now.
okay? Big tour. Mm. The infamous tour. We out here, baby. Okay? Schultze, Mark Gagnon. Mm. I think Akash going to pull up to I'm some dates. We're going to have some extra, you know, we're going to have some special guests we'll talk to you about. Alex Media going to be there. The Truffle, we're going we gonna to get him. Mm. We're going to get him there if he hasn't <laughs> left us, if he hasn't gone back to Israel to fight in the incoming uh, <laughs> Holy War. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just, it's going to be wild, man. It might be some musical guests. You mm. never know what could happen. That's all I'm saying. You never know what the fuck could happen at the infamous tour. I'm so excited to get back into these big fucking venues, have people rammed up against one another, yelling, screaming, cheering. It's just going to be ah, just glorious. Yeah. Right as the country opens up. It's, it's going to be a wild fucking summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm excited to be on tour with y'all and have you all come out. Bring your friends. Bring the homies. Ladies. Bring the ladies out. Couples. I mean, let's just fucking do this. Uh, we all want to party. We all want to get back into it. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I can't even say anything else. I can't, I can't, I can't let anything else out. But it's going to be fun. Put it that way. Mm. Pack it to the gills. Let's do it. Let's pack it. Um, okay, I meant to say that in the beginning, but then we got a little bit uh, derailed. I'm in Miami uh, Wednesday, tomorrow. Oh, no, Thursday, shit. Thursday, Thursday. Oh, two yeah, days with, after this with comes the mesh, right? Mm. Ooh. Mm. All right, listen, if, man. If we're doing announcements. Announcement. Hey. Something was filmed at uh, WTF Studios this past. What what uh, what film? What was film? Oh no, just a lot of podcasts and some like you know discussions and stuff like that. Yeah, discussion talks. But yeah, if you want to film <laughs> your podcast at WTF Media Studios, <laughs> go to wtfmediastudios.com. What else we got? <laughs> CDC drops a mask mandate. We kind of knew it. It's like a fake mask mandate drop, right? Actually, you know what? This is interesting. The CDC drops the mask mandate, and I will say this. For vaccinated people. Okay. For vaccinated people, it has completely changed <clears throat> my behavior. Yeah. You're more brazen now, right? Way, I, in the airport, no mask. Really? And then you just go, oh, I thought I thought uh, we didn't have to wear a mask and we're vaccinated. Like, you have an excuse when you get stopped for not wearing the mask, and then you're not a Karen. You're like, I'm doing what the CDC Did you get said. caught? They, I, I got asked. But I and they ask I think you, in Florida you're just get, they're gonna let you rock. Some places, yeah. Some places they just cut it out immediately. Airports are federal. They're still under mask mandates. Who's not under a mask mandate? Well, every any private business is allowed to have a mask mandate. You have to respect right. the private business. But like statewide, are there any states that are like, no, we're good? So the CDC thing. You're not on mic. Yeah. yeah, I think California still has like their state mask mandate right. for everyone, pretty much. Yeah, so the CDC thing is just a suggestion. The CDC doesn't make laws or guidelines or anything. They just right. tell governments, hey, you guys maybe should have mask mandates. That's what right. they did in the beginning, right. and the governments responded. And now the CDC is like, yo, we don't think you should have a mask mandate if you're vaccinated. Right. And now the, the dominoes are going to fall, yeah. depending on the suggestion of the CDC. But they actually don't make any laws. And there are like states like California or like federal, any federal building is still under a mask mandate. Yeah. So that's like where it's all going to be. But now the private businesses sort of have a reason why they might stop doing the mask thing because the CDC said it. And then the OSHA, who like is in charge of a lot of businesses and things like that, will yeah. slowly lax their thing. And then businesses will allow it to happen if they're sort of a larger corporation. But small businesses can or cannot have mask mandates if they want them now. Yeah. I almost fell asleep, bro. Yeah, Con, that no. was long, bro. 
I I thought I was, I was the only one. I was worse than Dub. <laughs> I thought I was the only one who was like, I stopped listening so early into this. Jesus, Miles. My eyes started to glaze over. No. Miles, what the fuck just happened started right there? Started to see like Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Miles, what happened just right there, dog? I thought the CDC was federal. What is the CDC? It's just they make suggestions. They don't pass laws. So what the fuck they've been talking about this whole time? I thought whatever they say, we do. But that's the thing. Biden came out and said you don't have to wear masks. Biden said I don't have to wear a mask. It's a federal thing. Yes. Biden said I don't have to wear a mask. But he didn't drop the federal mask mandate. And most states already didn't have a statewide mask mandate. Yeah. Just like it was suggested and people just went along with it. How about this? If you're a private business, yeah, unless the private business says wear a mask, then do it or don't go in there. I'm not doing it. That's what's going to cause it. I'm not doing it until they ask me to put it on, then I will. Every time I go to Uber right now, I let them know. Say what? (laughs) I take a real stand, bro. I'm not doing it. I'm not not, doing it until you ask me, and then I'll comply immediately. But I'm not doing it. But uh, when I go into Ubers right now, I go, yo, by the way, if you don't want to wear a mask, it's all good. I'm vaccinated. I never say that they don't have to. And I'm willing to, but I just throw it out there. Every single Uber driver is vaccinated. So they're yeah. just like, oh, thank God, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So this shit is about to be over. Dude, once you got the vaccine, the masks start seem, seeming so like fucking restrictive. It's so stupid. I just yeah. hate it after that. It's so stupid. It's just it's like a muzzle. It's like, yeah, get the shit off of me, bro. Yeah, dude. It's stupid. Are you guys aren't vaxxed yet. You're not vaxxed yet, Al? No. Mark, you're not vaxxed yet? No. You getting vaxxed? Only if I'm forced. Yeah. What if it just makes everything easier, travel-wise? No, like it's, it's no different for me right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll do it once it becomes inconvenient. Like, yeah. All right, fine. The only reason I'm doing it is because I want to travel. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they haven't had any restrictions on people not vax yet. So, right now. I thought they're opening coming, right? it up to non-vax. I thought that that was the issue. Say opening what? Up. Like opening up travel to oh people who are vaxed. Yeah. I think that's coming. Yeah, I don't know. When that comes, I'll get it. Because right now, like most places, you can just walk right in. You don't. But that's the thing; it takes a month, month total. That's why I got out of the way because it was like half. the second I'm gonna want to travel. Now I gotta wait a month. Yeah. Well, I don't suggest this to anybody, but I might Photoshop something. Like <laughs> 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 they don't have a database, so it's like. All right. Uh, I mean, he did survive the worst corona out of all of us. Yeah, Mark got it true. twice, but he got the worst case. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for the show because uh, with today's low interest rates, it is a great time to refinance your student loans, okay? It's time to break out of the student debt cycle. Ernest can help you by refinancing those fucking student loans that are killing you right now. Ernest offers low-rate student loan refinancing, and you can check your rate risk-free in just two minutes with Ernest. You get radically flexible payments and you can pick your loan term. By refinancing, you can reduce your loan term, save money, or combine multiple loans into a simple monthly payment. And if you have questions, you can even talk to a real live human at Earnest for help. Isn't it time you stop feeling overwhelmed by your student debt? So, Earnest is offering our listeners $100 cash bonus. Refinance your student debt at earnest.com slash flagrant terms and conditions do apply. Remember, Ernest is giving our listeners a hundred dollar cash bonus. Refinance your student loans at earnest.com slash flagrant terms and conditions apply. Now let's get back to it. All right, go. What else we got? Uh, did we talk oh, about J. Cole already? The William Prince Har- the Prince Harry thing. Did you see the J. Cole video? <laughs> We're back to Prince this guy is stupid. <laughs> 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 We're gonna get to the Prince Harry thing, but did you see the J. Cole video? Yeah, him hitting the free throw. Yeah. Yeah. Wanna, do you want to talk about it? Yeah, we can. If you guys want. I mean it's cool. All right. Uh, so we got J. Cole playing African basketball or whatever. J. Cole had a week, huh? Playing African basketball. Yeah. yeah he's, he's playing African, but he's in Rwanda, bro. No, I know. But yeah. It's funny. It's he's like, playing African basketball. <laughs> Isn't it all? 
<laughs> Isn't it all well, American it basketball kind of, oh, of the day? Yeah, I guess it is. We're playing but you, play, you say European basketball, people go, oh, yeah, man, it's European basketball. Yeah, yeah. It's different. Why is African basketball worse than European basketball? Nah, they usually say playing overseas. I never heard somebody say <laughs> yeah, European basketball. Yeah, I've never basketball. heard anybody play, say playing Euro African League. basketball. Huh? Euro, Euro League. League. He's playing in Europe, but it's never called European, <laughs> European basketball. basketball. Yeah. yeah. No, it's Euro not. League. It's no, never you're called not that. getting this one. Like, it's never no, called that. Chinese no. basketball? They're playing Chinese basketball? It sounds like a different game. <laughs> it's right? like a way more fun <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah, it's like when you if somebody's playing checkers in China, they're not playing Chinese checkers. Unless they are playing Chinese checkers. Then that'd be a different game. And, and, I don't know which, which game he's is. playing. I only saw a small excerpt, so he could be playing African basketball. No, he was playing he was playing regular what basketball are the rules to African with basketball? Africans. Yeah, this guy's trying to hot catch the situation. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Get yourself out of this shit. Get yourself out of this shit. The rules are easy. Yeah. Which are? Score score in the hoop. <laughs> yeah. Score, score. Yeah. yeah. Avoid the mosquitoes scoring the hoop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now the nets are those malaria nets. Yeah, exactly. you know? yeah. Bill Gates gave them. What a waste of nets, dude! What a <laughs> monumental waste of nets. The yeah. African basketball yeah, league. Truly, put those nets to good use. Protect the people. Oh, talking about Gates. What about uh, the Melinda Gates uh, smear campaign continues on you, Bill? This bitch is rotten. <laughs> this bitch is rotten. Oh. Is she rotten for him just like cheating relentlessly? He didn't cheat relentlessly. He asked a couple hoes out after, after over email. They said no. He was like, all right, fine. Yeah. He legit asked him out once. They said no, and then he didn't ask again. And what yeah. if they're business meetings? Say what? And that's how what you if they met were him. like business meetings. But you're not supposed to. Yeah, I guess maybe he's a different. He comes from a different generation where you could fuck your employees. That's but, what. That's how she got along. Yeah, exactly. She was, an she was an employee. That's another thing she got to realize. Apparently, she was upset that there wasn't like equality in their relationship. Bitch. And it's like, yeah, he saw you as like you know his employee, and then you became his wife, and he was like, oh, we're gonna keep that relationship. Bitch, he's the richest man in the world. Yeah. You want equality? Marry a fucking uh, supervisor of Staples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not getting equality from the richest man. Actually, in the she's world? just not strong enough. Cause, cause Meghan Markle flipped that shit. Mm. Meghan Markle was opening up boxes on that show. What's that show called? Open, guess the That's box. The greatest come up. No. Deal or no box. deal. Yeah, what's in deal the box? Deal or no deal. What's yeah. in the box? Deal what's or no box? deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's that? That's seven. seven, bro. What's seven? With Brad, uh, Pitt Brad Pitt. What's in the oh, box? fuck, yeah. That movie was box. lit. The wife's head, yeah. I've never seen it. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. you never seen it. I would love that movie, actually. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, and then Brad Pitt just cursing. No, fuck, no, yeah. fuck. There's an alternate ending on uh, YouTube. It uh, That whole scene plays out, and then he goes, what's in the box? And Morgan Freeman looks at the box and looks up, and then you just hear the Kirby Enthusiasm credits, and it's so fucking funny. That's great. But yeah, that's what she did. She used to open boxes. Yeah. Right? Like, people would say, like, 250, and maybe they guessed her box, and then she would open her box, and that was her job. That's the greatest come up ever. Yeah, that was her job. And then she married the Prince of England. Yeah. Right? Well, she became a fake lawyer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she became the fake lawyer. And she then... got married. Got divorced. She got married to another person? She was married before. To whom? A uh, manager named Trevor Engelson. Do you know him? Because yes, my old manager was cool with him. And then that's just such a funny flip that they were divorced. And he was like out there getting it, thinking he's just fucking living his best life. And she married fucking royalty. Yep. But he also traded up. Oh, oh what did he get? He got some super rich woman. Really? Yeah. So they both did it. Say the name. Say the name. Come yeah, on. drop it. You can't drop it? All right. Fine. Also, I don't like him. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What's your guys' feeling on Megan? I feel about her exactly how I feel about the manager guy. Which is? Just, yeah, they traded up. They traded up. That's what they did. They traded <laughs> up, dude. She's boss. Like, 
I don't know. I'm like, she's just unlikable as a person, but she's right about everything she says. Okay. Explain. Just like the royal family sucks. Yep. Yeah. It just I agree sucks. With that. It's like useless, does nothing. Mm -hmm. It's stupid. How unlikable is she? Yeah, that's you're the only person I know who doesn't like it. Oh, she's have you guys little, heard her no, talk? She's a little unlikable. She's yeah. unlikable. I, I don't comes know. across a little phony. I mean, like, phony. yeah, it's uh, like Judente. Yeah, I guess yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't think so? Like, I don't know. She's just kind of like too cute, where it's like I don't really listen to it. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> so, how you know she's really unlikable. Like, she's hot. Yeah, and she's still unlikable. Usually, if you're hot, it's like okay, I can put up with all this. But even that, and then she's just kind of like annoying. But she's right about everything. Like, it's rare that you agree with somebody and you're annoyed by them. Mm. But yeah, she's right. The family sucks, dude. Like, existing within that family, it sucks. Everybody in that family looks absolutely miserable. They're just parakeets, dude. <laughs> That's all they are. They're just human parakeets. They're just inside the cage, and they must stay in the cage and act accordingly. Isn't it funny that as soon as he got to a country where you're allowed to say what you want, he, he was just like, started? this is bunkers. Yeah. Put this shit to an end. He did. Oh, wow. yeah. It's Yo, so true. This is the yeah. first time. That's the problem, actually. Is it's too much freedom of speech all of a sudden. Yeah. He just hopped from everything is controlled to say whatever you want, and he's yeah. like, yo, this is wild. He didn't know what to I'm do. I'm not ready for this. Right. He jumped in the deep end. Yeah. But it yeah. completely makes sense from his perspective. Like, he's royalty. Yeah. And the idea of your citizens being able to say whatever they want about you You're threatens like, your position of power. Yeah. And from his perspective, it's like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. I've lived my whole life in this ivory tower, and people talk shit about me, and it sucks, and they spread lies, and they ruin my life, and it's the worst. But he's never been the regular person who benefited from freedom of speech. Freedom right. of speech doesn't really benefit... The elite. People ah. in power. Yeah, it benefits the average person. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't know if it's we set used this up. to empower the average person. <laughs> yeah. Did we set up this topic because we tried it six times that on <laughs> Dak Shepard's podcast, uh, Prince Harry said the First Amendment is bonkers. Yeah. Those are his exact words. So that's what yeah. we're referring to, right? I now. don't yeah. understand like why I and this fucking enrages me, but like I don't understand why he has an opinion about America. <laughs> like you just Because got he's here. allowed to, because he's in America. That that's there's too much freedom for him. <laughs> he shouldn't have freedom of speech. That's bonkers. That's bonkers that you come to our house mm -hmm. and then you walk around with your fucking shoes on and do whatever the hell you want and start telling me how what my glassware looks like and what the fucking paintings on the wall are yeah. and you start criticizing what's going on here. I understand that's our culture and everybody's allowed to do it, but it fucking annoys me. And if you have such a big problem with it, start there. Mm. You start with you, shut your mouth. And then you just let us do our fucking thing. Because you seem to have no problem with freedom of speech when it's opinions about America, right? When it comes to opinions about America, yap, 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 yap. You did get Shut to your mouth. do an entire interview with Oprah where you had freedom of speech away from your family and talk about how they're all trapped and how you feel sorry how they're for them. racist. And how your dad said racist shit to you. You got to say all that. that and now all of a sudden. That was that interview? Little bonkers. That was bonkers. Little bonkers. Yo, check your shit, bro. Did anybody else watch that and be like, yo, this shit is bonkers. It was bro. a little bonkers. <laughs> that shit's a little bonkers. Check your happening. fucking shit. Watch your mouth. I, that's how I feel about him. Watch your mouth. <laughs> like, you fled your country, you bitch. Oh, man. <laughs> you pussy. You are too pussy to stay in your... The newspapers are mean to me. Grandma, Don't. grandma, control the papers. Control the papers, grandma. Even though they all have their Christmas party. You know they all have their Christmas party at Buckingham Palace, right? All them newspapers? Yep. Oh, so we homies. Yep. Oh, we homies. But then the newspapers say whatever the fuck you want. Get the fuck out of here, bro. You got the internet. You get shit said about you all the fucking time. Nobody reads a newspaper. Who reads a fucking newspaper anymore? You crying about the newspaper? Nobody reads the newspaper you anymore. Know the newspapers are online too, right? 
they don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they made Charlie Demelio does a TikTok about you, then you're gonna have a real fucking problem. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about the real places. You want the smoke, dog. He wants the smoke. He's coming here, you're gonna get the smoke. You pussy, bro. You fled your fucking country because you couldn't hang. You couldn't hang. You went to Santa Barbara for the good life. No. Where no one gives a fuck about you. These motherfuckers go out to dinner in Santa Barbara and they shut down the whole restaurant. Like they ain't people there way more rich than they're broke asses. <laughs> they're rich people in Santa Barbara go to the restaurant, they pull up and they're like, Oh, I'm sorry, it's closed for Megan and uh, the redhead. And then they're like, what? The what? The, the prince is not even going to be king? Do you know, like, that's the type of arrogance that bothers people. The prince is not even going to be, be king? <laughs> not even going to be a prince. Not even going to be prince. The motherfucker ain't even a prince no more, dog. Yeah. All right, Do you now, know what I'm saying? Now would you have him on the pot? In a second. <laughs> <laughs> I have him on the pot in a second. But I tell him to his face, he's pussy. You're pussy, bro. You ran. If you stayed there... And you're just like, nah, we're not part of the family anymore, but we're living it up in London. We're going to have a dope-ass pad. Me and my black-ass wife are going to walk around. I don't give a fuck what y'all got to say about it. Fuck you to the family. Everybody suck my dick. Like, if they just went NWA about it, like, that'd be fire. Or I'd just like, come I'd here I'd and love don't that. immediately complain. Or, yeah, come here and say, thank you, sir. You, you address <laughs> every, every American you see, you address us as royalty. Sir, and bow your head. Bow your fucking head when you talk to us. You come in. You're you're a refugee, bro. You're a refugee. We took. We saved you off a boat. Okay. You were floating here on a fucking boat for your life because you couldn't handle mean paper. The papers are mean to me. And now you're gonna talk some shit. Isn't that interesting, bro? The, the papers are talking shit. You couldn't handle it. And the second you get here, what are you doing? Talking shit. Talking that shit. Mm. Talking that shit and from the, a distance. The papers Twitter there fingers. had freedom of press. That went wild on you. Now you got freedom of freedom of speech as your own man. Yeah. Talk back. Talk back. You you you're right about your family. Your family's trash. Your yeah. wife is right about your family, but you're still pussy. And I'll be honest, yo. I would. I, I be. I mean, like I know Megan was like, I'm feeling suicidal, all this kind of shit like that. She also seemed like the type of girl that wants to smoke. Like if he was like, yo, let's just get a flat and thug it out. Maybe she'd be down to do that. Yeah, I bet she roll. I'm just saying, mm. Megan, your husband's pussy. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. He's not. I hope you see him in person one day too. We gonna talk. We gonna talk in person. We gonna have a conversation in person. He gonna bow his head, <laughs> kiss the ring. He's gonna bow his head to Andrews and say thank you for your apology. Yeah, I know. Right? Do exactly. I might. <laughs> I might invite him on a podcast. He lives right by your uh, wedding venue. He's invited. <laughs> <laughs> He's invited. He's invited. We'll have him at the wedding. To your royal wedding. Shit. Real talk. Get a job here if you want a real job. Like, if you hate the royal family, stop living off it. Because he's like, oh, we don't accept their money anymore. But you're still making money as Prince Harry. Get mm. a job at Trader Joe's, bro. Be American. <laughs> be American. You want to be American? Get a regular fucking American job. Stop being the prince that's no longer the prince. Because mm. you know what you're doing. You're making money off of your, your family. You're making money off the relationship to your, to your family. Don't trash the family and make money off of it. Let's get Prince William on this podcast. Fuck yes. Let's get Prince Williams on this podcast. Hell, that would be Which fire. Is that? That's the one that's going to be that's king. king, bro. That's oh, okay. king in the He's making. He's next in line, he didn't bro. Diddle the kids. That's not that one. No, that's, no, that's Prince that's Andrew. Andrew. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tarnishing my name, bro. <laughs> All right, anyway, next, what else we got? Prince Other Andrew. Exactly. All right, Chrissy Teigen's out here getting canceled. Oh, boy. What y'all think about this? Everybody hates that lady, man. You, you a little sanctimonious. Yeah. Like, fucking good word. You're a little sanctimonious. sanctimonious. I got to pretend mm. I know what that means. Mm. I think man. I do, but I don't know. I don't know really either. It's just she, little, <laughs> she got a little sanctimony. She's a little sanctimonious, bro. She's a little sancty, but like, 
people hate her more than she's bad. It is a little wild, though. Do you know why she's getting canceled? Because she was, like, bullying that girl, Courtney Stoddard. A 16-year-old. She was 25, 26 at the time. Who was 25, Chrissy 26? Teigen. Chrissy Teigen she's was. She's DMing yeah. this girl. Kill yourself. Like, that's yeah. why, Like, honestly, if you message any 16-year-old yeah. first... Yeah, you should. There should be a criminal investigation if you're 25. But I don't care gender. So explain why the girl was. So this girl was on a reality show. I don't remember which one. She married a 51 year old when she was 16. Oh, I thought he was even older than that. I think I read 51. You can right. Double check that link. Yeah, yeah, but just a super rich guy. She was like super rich, young, guy. blonde. Lost. What? Oh, he's an actor. Need the dude from Lost? Oh, maybe look that up. But basically, she's yeah. like 16 years old. She marries the dude from Lost. He's like 51 years old. There's a huge age discrepancy. She basically looks like a Barbie, like blonde girl, you know, super whatever. And everybody went at her, which is weird because now everybody would go at him. Which well, everybody make sense. be like, yo, look at this old man manipulating this yeah. fucking teenager. Yeah. What the hell is going on? But everybody shit on her. She's a gold digger. She's this, that, yeah, the she's other. She's a child. Her mom is a fucking monster to let it happen. Exactly. To but her mom and the dude are the monsters. She's a 16-year-old girl. Yeah. And even saying like, oh, we have a different lens now because social media is not new to us. Yeah. It's whatever. I still don't think I'm talking to a 16-year-old first. For any reason. Yeah. Especially kill yourself. Yeah. Like that's wild. Yeah. So so Chrissy Teigen is, Chrissy is Teigen. DMing her. Sorry. Kill yourself. Yes. And uh, because she doesn't like the fact that she's a gold digger and she's like making money, I guess, off of her body, which is literally what Chrissy Teigen did for a living. Right. It's like, you know, Chrissy wasn't as a model gold digging off of one person, but that's what modeling is. It's just making money off your looks. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm she's a, also objectifying no me. Deal. Say again? She's also Deal or No Deal. Second greatest suitcase come up ever. Wait, was she Deal or No Deal? She was Deal or No Deal. Oh, my God. I thought she was Victoria's Secret Sorry. model or something like I that. I think Deal or No Deal to swimsuit model to oh, wow. John Legend. That's a, hey, how we got some fucking eyes for talent, bro? How we, America's got talent, bro. Real talky. <laughs> that's why he's on it. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, for her to come out and just kind of shit all over this girl in that way is a little crazy because she's so woke and progressive on Twitter. Yeah. And I think that's really why people are jumping down her throat because they're like, yo, you can't be out here saying that, you know, uh, Trump is mean to women and then you out here bullying this girl worse than Trump ever did. 16-year-old girl. It's a teenager, bro. Yeah. That's wild, dude. And, and now, if she was never so uh, she was never so virtuous on Twitter, I don't think everybody gives a fuck. But once you're <laughs> virtuous on Twitter and yeah. you, like, draw the line it's the same. definitely worse because of that. Yeah. And, uh... I wanted to defend her because I think, you know, the girl lost a kid, whatever. Like, I think all of a sudden we're ganging up on her now. And it's yeah. like, but this is, even if she wasn't that, I'd be like, that's a little wild. You're messaging a 16 year old yeah. out of the blue. Yeah. This is a child, yo. Yeah. Grow up. You yeah. don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I realize if you hate Trump a lot, if you're an actor, it's probably because you got a little Trump in you. Ooh. You hate what you are. You know, because they do the same shit with super homophobic people. Oh, you're gay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you must be gay. You hate homophobic. Yeah, you're yeah. so homophobic, you must be gay. Yeah. If you're that Trump-phobic, you're a little Trump. Yeah. You're a little bit Trump. That's I'm not funny. saying you got to love the guy at all. But if you hate him that violently, you're a little Trump. That's funny. Like, you see himself in you. Because you and know that's what I why would, you hate it. You know what I would call messaging a 16-year-old to kill herself? What is that? Deplorable. That's deplorable. I would say that's deplorable behavior. That's deplorable behavior. Take a dirt nap. That's a deplorable thing she to say that to a child. Take a dirt she nap? tweeted that at her, and then I think she DM'd multiple times shit about how she should die. Why are you so angry at that? I, I don't, don't know, bro. Like, why are you angry that this girl is manipulated? Yeah. yeah. She's not a, she didn't have to be feminist like us. Like we're big feminists. Like yeah. we're progressive. 
feminist yeah. men. Yeah. That's who we are. Yeah. She don't have to be that, but that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what she said to that teen mom? Remember Farah Abraham? Yeah. She became yeah. a porn star? Yeah, that girl's wild. She goes, Farah Abraham now thinks she's pregnant from her sex tape. In other news, you're a whore and everyone hates you. Whoops, not other news. Sorry. Wild. That's the thing. If you make an unlivable constitution, it's going to eventually like lock Eat you up. alive. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you can't make this these judgments and not have any sympathy for people yeah. that you can't live up to. It's just unrealistic. Yeah. I didn't understand what you said until yeah. the end, but I think I got it now. Yeah. An yeah. unlivable constitution, a set of rules... That you put on other people that there's no way you're gonna ever live up. Yeah, that's lock, the lock up anyone who does these things, and then you immediately do them, and you get locked up. Like you become a prisoner to your own fucking mm -hmm. rules. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. I wonder if she has that constitution, or maybe people put that on her. What if she's just a wild girl? She's like, you know, I just go all feelings, no facts in this shit and sometimes people agree with me and they try to position that as my identity but the reality is I'm a wild girl and I shit on 16 year olds for gold digging as well I think she mixes being a wild girl with being a little sanctimonious because uh, that's how I always kind of knew her on Twitter as kind of like virtuous but maybe I came in later I think she'd be having some funny clapbacks I think she says funny things on Twitter right. but again there is a there is a streak of like righteousness to it all. Yeah. Not to all of it, but in pockets, it's very like, oh, I can't believe somebody would say such a thing and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is awful and reprehensible. And Yeah, that's the thing with righteousness is that like your righteousness makes a lot of people feel like shit sometimes. And if you make me feel like shit, then I can't wait for your downfall. You know? So it's like if righteousness is tied, I think that's the beauty of like, <laughs> like being religious, especially Christian, is that like you get to be righteous, but also say that you're a failure. Yeah. In your righteousness. Like it's baked into the religion. It's like, yo, I'm going to fuck up. Just let you know. I'm trying to do this shit, but I'm going to fuck up. Yeah. And it's probably because there was an earlier iteration of the religion where it's like, I'm perfect. And people are like, see? No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. So then they upgraded. And then when it happened, we're like, no, no, I'm a fuck up. They're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're all fuck ups. It's a, like there used to be, sorry, this is kind of not as related, but you brought up like the way people used to talk. I remember this old saying, to air is human, which I, it's not from the Bible, but it's like an old saying. Sure. I feel like I stopped hearing that. I used yeah. to hear that all the time. To air is human and blah, blah, blah. Then something is divine. Forgiveness is divine, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, hear yeah. that anymore ever. Yeah. Now to air, you're a piece of shit. You shouldn't ever exist. Yeah. Fuck you, you're canceled. Yeah. And I think people are enjoying seeing Chrissy Teigen get canceled because it seems like something she would be okay with if it happened to other people. But overall, it, it's wild to cancel people. Man, but fuck, man. Messaging a 16-year-old is just nuts to me. That shit is just nuts. I'm sure yeah, I said some wild yeah. shit in my day. But I can't imagine messaging a 16-year-old first. Yeah, like I'm gonna go to her profile and click message. Yeah, what'd she do? Just married the dude? I think so. It clearly couldn't have been personal. She didn't message Chrissy Teigen. What if she ruined the ending for Lost? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like, like what if she then tweeted out the hour. ending of Lost? And then you yeah. and then time. like all these people were like, "Fuck you, bitch!" Like I've dedicated 500 hours of my life to this show, yeah, and now it's completely ruined take a dirt nap <laughs> if somebody ruined game of thrones for me before it happened i would have well, thanked them that. for saving me four years of my fucking life i mean i understand what you're saying but also dirt but, nap. but also dirt nap <laughs> lost is the same dirt nap lost apparently people hated the finale yeah they yeah that's right that's right that's right it didn't really kind of wrap the show up dirt nap yeah. sounds nice though i don't know dirt nap yeah, yeah. I'm a little yeah, tired too. That's, that's true. Go I could outside. take a fucking dirt nap right now. Think how tired you must be to just be like, hey, this looks nice. Yeah. All right, what else? One more and then we get out of here. Um, we could talk about Ellen's show leaving. Oh, oh we yeah. did it. Man. We did it. 
Ellen's did we kill it. Ellen, dude? I think if you beef <laughs> with us, we make the, Ellen take a dirt nap. I think if you <laughs> if you beef with the flagrant two podcast, it's just not it's, it's not, not gonna work good. out for you. It's not that good for you, bro. Yeah, it's not a long life attached to it. She said it wasn't a challenge anymore. <laughs> what wasn't? What a Doing funny her thing show. to say. Yeah, because I'm sure the first 23 years are super tough. You walking out there and fucking dancing. That must have been so tough. It wasn't a challenge anymore. What an odd, completely unself-aware reaction. Because if daytime talk shows are one thing, it's challenging. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it is or it isn't, but like that's not the reason you don't have a show anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. The the facade is is over. Like yeah. people know that you're not nice. Yep. That you were playing a character. That's why it's over. Mm-hmm. You didn't really make the decision. The people made the decision. If we're talking about challenges, isn't it kind of a challenge to take the ratings that are taking a nosedive and bring them back up? Isn't that a challenge? That's the challenge. That's a challenge. So if you want to challenge Ellen, here's one. Yeah. Lift your shit. What if she's thinking right now? Wanting that show to tank this whole time. (laughs) And now that it finally is, she's like, it's not a challenge. This is is what I've been waiting for. I finally achieved it. I finally did it. Like, I did everything stupid possible. I would just scare people every episode. They kept coming on. (laughs) Every episode, they come on. I have someone jump out of a box and scare them. They keep coming on the fucking thing. I mean, I make the people dance in the audience. I dance with them stupid. Nothing changes. I'm an asshole to everybody. Some guy was eating a tuna sandwich. I told him to go fuck himself. I fired him. <laughs> I said, nobody can eat tuna on the, on, the, on the whole show. You can't eat tuna. Everybody gets fired. I was a, the worst boss ever. The ratings kept going up, 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 up. And then finally, Flagrant 2 Podcast talks about it. It goes viral. And my dream has finally come true. <laughs> She's always wanted to show. I mean, she was mean to people. And it kept doing better. You're welcome, Ellen. If you there want to come is. on to the show, you and Prince Harry, let's have an episode. Absolutely. Come on the show. We want you here in your deep eye sockets. <laughs> Dude, she got some deep fucking eyes, bro. Skeletor eyes, that girl. Have you seen her, dude? Yeah. It's like she, she look looks like? young, but her eyes are retreating back into her skull. They're probably hiding from her mean ass. Bro, she probably don't got a blink. She's going to yell at him for when, looking the way they look. When Portia punches her in her face, <laughs> she just looks at the fist, make eye contact. Well, it doesn't make eye contact. It just makes contact and then doesn't even blink. That's it. Socket contact. That's it. Deep sockets. Deep sockets. Deep sockets, dude. Can't trust her. Can't trust her. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because your penises look horrendous, okay? They look absolutely horrible, and we're going to fix that. We're going to fix that by shaving that disgusting pubic hair that you have. And there's only one way that we do it. We do it with Manscaped. It's the company that cares about your dick. They care about your balls, and they want them to look pristine. And the way that they look pristine is you take that fucking lawnmower that they got. It's literally a lawnmower. I'm not making that up. The 4.0, I'm telling you, I'm blown away by the performance. You're going to put it on your balls, and you're going to shave. And it's going to reduce the time it takes you to shave your balls by 25 minutes minimum. If you got hairy balls like I do, you're in there trimming, you're cutting, you're using four different fucking things to get your dick suckable. And they will get your dick suckable way faster, okay? I'm telling you, you're in there for a few minutes, trim, snip, snap, snoop, and you are dropping your dick in a lovely girl or guy's mouth, okay? That is the beauty of Manscaped, is they get your dick into mouths faster, And the way that they do that is by using their amazing products. They have incredible lotions, oils, the whole thing. The new wireless charging system is absolutely amazing as well. Use these uh, electromagnetic induction things that basically help the battery length last longer. I'm not a scientist, okay? I just know what clean, beautiful dicks look like. And I have that because I'm with Manscaped. So this is what you're going to do, okay? You want a clean, beautiful dick that's going to end up in a mouth? You want to get 20% off in the process? 
and free worldwide shipping, you go to manscaped.com slash flagrant. Manscaped.com slash flagrant. Your dick enters a mouth quicker. Simple as that. Right now, if you want your dick in a mouth quicker, you go to manscaped.com slash flagrant. That is a fact of life. A 100% fact. Your dick will land in a mouth faster if you go to manscaped.com slash and you will get 20% off in the process. Manscaped.com slash flagrant for 20% off. Get your dick in the mouth. Let's get back. Obviously, we obviously look, we got to talk about Israel-Palestine. We've been talking about every single topic that exists. Excuse me. Um, for the last however many years we've been doing this podcast. For us to ignore it, I think that it would just uh, piss people off, disrespect our, our fans because we speak openly and candidly about things. Uh, first thing that we're going to do right now is not act like we know what the fuck is going on, the history of this. Yeah, like to really, truly get I started diving deep into this a little bit. I was talking to F.A., mm. who's just really knowledgeable in this. And I know you're like, oh, he's going to be biased because he's Muslim. But, but he's like Turkish Muslim, like he don't fuck with Arabs. You know, and uh, <laughs> they don't. They don't fuck with them. They really don't. So, so they're like, um, but he's been breaking down. Obviously, I've been talking to Dove. Dove is definitely biased towards the, uh, you know, Israeli uh, side. Um, and uh, it, it's just the point is anybody speaking right now, including the Hadids, and the Hadids are Palestinian. I'm sure that's why it's so important to them. And, but everybody's going to have a biased take on it. And depending on how you feel about the instance is really where you start the historical record. Right. So if you are, uh, you know, Israeli or Jewish, you sympathize with the Israeli side, you're going to start it wherever it makes sense for them. And if you're Palestinian, you're going to start it wherever it makes sense for them. And then everything after that is, well, they did this. So we got them back, et cetera. This thing literally goes back thousands. Uh, well, yeah, thousands of years if you want to do that. But like within modern history, you're going back hundreds of fucking years. OK. And uh, obviously you can trace it all back to fucking Britain because they cause all the world's problems that we're still dealing with today. Yeah, so this goes back so fucking far. I don't even know if we like should go through any historical record. Do you like, is that interesting to anybody to like go through some of the history? Like, some of it maybe. Yeah, hit I, the points. Do you want to, cause Cliff's I- notes, baby. Okay, I'll give you Cliff's notes. You guys, if it gets boring, you tell me and then just shut it down, okay? This is Cliff's notes, done. Okay, post-World War II. There's a UN doctrine to create an independent Jewish state. You can obviously go before this. Like, if you really want to go to, like, the idea of Zionism, who is it? Like, Herzl, mm -hmm. I think, started. Uh, uh, ironically, uh, uh, an Aust Austrian, Austrian guy. Austrians, yeah, created a lot of conflict for the Jewish people. <laughs> right? right? Like, okay, so, uh, so the, the US, uh, UN doctrine to create an independent Jewish state. So it is true when Israelis say, hey, we didn't, this isn't us that created this. This is the UN that created this, right? So that's one common thing that Israelis are saying. We didn't go this. We're deciding this and fuck everybody. This is what the UN decision was, okay? In that doctrine, it also says that they are should to create an independent Arab state as well. Currently, that hasn't exactly um, happened, right? There isn't an independent place that is Palestine, but that was also in the doctrine. Now, the reason Palestine exists, like I said, Britain wanted to create a pipeline from northern Iraq to Haifa. So May 1st, 1948, Palestinians start fleeing uh, the area that at the time was Palestine because of tension with the Jews that are uh, living and then moving in there. Now, May 15th, 1948, the British mandate over Palestine ends. So remember that British mandate says, hey, we want to make sure we have that thing for the pipeline. So May 15th, that's going to end, right? So May uh, 15th, Jordan, Egypt, Iraq. Oh, sorry. 
May 14th, Ben Gurion announces the state of Israel. So the day before it's about to end, he goes, yo, we got a state. This is our shit. On May 15th, Jordan, Egypt, Iraq, Syria all invade, but their pussy is fuck. And Arabs can't fight for shit, so they lose, right? Yeah, you got to explain it more like a New Yorker, like like okay. more New York about Gotcha. It. Like, all right, yeah. so Jordan, Egypt, Iraq, yeah. and Syria invade, right? Yeah. But Arabs can't win a war to save their life, so <laughs> so so they get rinsed, uh, right, yeah. by Israel, right? Yeah. I mean, this is why Turks don't really fuck with the Arabs, I think, because Turks, like, ran the world for, like, 500 fucking years. Yeah. Uh, they had, like, white slaves. Like, that's yeah. the pinnacle of, like, yeah. any culture, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like England had white slaves, bro. We, yeah, we yeah. were their slaves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So the five countries, basically, um, uh, they couldn't, I mean, they just couldn't take them out at all. Um, Israel grows after the war and then takes uh, over half of Jerusalem. So they expand their territory after the war. They mm -hmm. win this war. They go, yo, we're taking more. We're going to take half of Jerusalem. Okay. So the new border is announced, right? I think, I believe in 48, that's the green line, the current map that we have right now, right? After 48. Basically what happens is this. The new borders announced. Israel takes half of Jerusalem. Egypt takes Gaza. You guys are familiar with obviously Gaza. Jordan uh, takes the other half of Jerusalem, which is East Jerusalem and the West Bank. And this is what's called the Green Line. And this is the current mapping of that area that we see now. And it was drawn up that way because they lost a war. Uh, and lost, essentially. Essentially, yeah. So after losing it, they're like, yo, we're going to gobble up some more of this shit, which I believe at the time that's how things worked, right? Yeah. As as you go on through history, there's like international law that states just because you lose a war, you can't just annex land. But as we've seen recently, there are countries that have annexed parts of it. Not only Israel, but you see what Russia did with the Ukraine. They annexed that part. Mm -hmm. What Azerbaijan was doing to Armenia. Mm -hmm. I think what Turkey did to like North Cyprus. So this mm -hmm. is this is common but illegal in terms of international law but right. what the fuck is international law like is the un going to walk in and go hey you can't do that right uh, we didn't really do that when russia took part of ukraine right we're just well, like, could you okay. say that if the un is responsible for creating israel the whole creation they could also step in and be like yo we gave it to you but don't do this yes and then that's where shit gets money because when people invade you the un's not going hey don't do that yeah or coming in with forces and you fight back and then you take some of the, some more land, some people might go, okay, well, that's how land gets carved up throughout history. Is right. there wars? And then territory is moved this way or this way based on the outcome of that war. Mm -hmm. That's what some people might say. I'm not justifying. I'm just saying that there is a reason why people believe it. Okay. So 1948, this is after what happened after that war. So 1948 to 1967, Jews get kicked out of a lot of Arab countries, mm -hmm. right? Not Morocco, weirdly, but many did leave. Right. Many did leave. Many did leave. So now you have a lot of Jews that are from throughout the world, especially in the Middle Eastern region, that are pouring into Israel. So the number's rising. Right. Right. 1967, there's a six day war. OK. Arabs try to run it back. Uh, Egypt, Jordan, they're about to invade. They literally have like the forces lined up. Israel launches preemptive strike on Egypt. Uh, Jordan, Syria and Iraq respond. They all get their fucking fannies rinsed once again, dude, like just fucking bodied this time. Right. Um, like never seen their fannies rinse this hard. That's right. the way that that uh, that FA put it. Okay. And um, the results of the Six Day War is Israel expands again. They capture the Golan Heights and East Jerusalem. Right, East mm -hmm. Jerusalem is important for what's going on right now because that area Shek Jarrah yeah. is in that area. Right, uh, they captured West Bank, Gaza, the Sinai Peninsula, and they just straight bodied them. There was one more war, the Yom Kippur War, which is like super tragic. Right, a lot of dead bodies. On both sides. It was like one of those experiences where like Israel won, but both sides were like, we can't have this much fucking bloodshed. Like too many people are dying. This is, we gotta, we gotta stop this. So there is another ceasefire. 
right? Um, and as part of that agreement, there's a peace treaty with Egypt, and they gave Egypt back to Sinai. Mm-hmm. Okay, in 1980, Israeli Supreme Court annexes East Jerusalem, right? So it's fully Israel in their eyes. Now the UN law said it was null and void, but in the same way the UN law would say, "Hey, Russia, you can't take back Crimea or Azerbaijan. You can't take these parts of Armenia, etc." Right? right? But if you're a country and you've got enough weapons, you can be like, "Yes, I can." Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what Russia did. Nobody's fucking talking about it, right? right. So. Um, 1988, uh, Jordan and Egypt give up the West Bank and Gaza to Palestinian authority. So they basically go, yo, we're not looking after this anymore. Palestinians, you look after it. In Israel's mind, they're like, well, we bodied that when y'all tried to invade us again, and you lost. So you giving up some shit that we already took. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, who are you to give it up? Like, last time you tried to run it back, you got your fanny rinsed. And now you're talking about you giving some shit up that you don't even own no more. It's like, I took your chain, and now you're saying that I could give it to somebody. It's like, the chain is taken. Yeah. You know? So, <sighs> Shek Jarrah is that section that's in East Jerusalem, and that's what happened right now. You probably heard it in the news, right? I'm right. probably mispronouncing it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Palestinians that were expelled because of, uh, I didn't bring this up, but the Nakba. Have you, can you explain that a little bit? Okay, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh Basically, Palestinians that were uh, expelled from areas of uh, Jerusalem moved there when when Israel first took that first half, mm-hmm. right? They moved there, <clears throat> right? Um, in East Jerusalem, Jordan ruled at the time. Jordan gave them land to build homes, and the UN gave them money to make the homes. So in 1967, the war happens. Israeli takes over the region. They annex the region, right? And... Um, the families, I guess, were there, weren't allowed to register their homes. In 1972, there's a court decision saying that this area actually belongs to Jews from back in the day in the 1800s. So now everybody's going, whose land is this really? Well, technically it was ours back in the 1800s, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a verdict came out in the court that was actually in favor of the Palestinians. And it was like, no, this is their, these are their homes. Then the Palestinians claim that there is like a, a lawyer that wasn't uh, that honest that registered the land for uh, the Israeli settlements. Mm -hmm. Mm. So now you have this thing where it's like, yo, we had a decision that went our way, but then this lawyer is registering this land, not really for us, but for Israeli settlements. So what the fuck is going on, right? Isn't that easily reversible, though? Like, it's settled in court. It's done. Which court? Which court? Is it Israeli court? Is it the UN court? Like, you're dealing with so many different things. Like, if you don't believe that that is... it's, It's, imagine this, it's like... There's this land, right, that none of us have UN approval to own. Right. And we're both saying that our own courts are saying it's ours. Yeah. Well, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's like an American court saying uh, uh, some law in, in uh, some house in Mexico should actually be ours. Mm-hmm. And the Mexicans are like, no, it's yeah, y- your law means nothing over here. Yeah. Right. So that's so how the both of them are saying ruled on it. It wouldn't also we don't, yeah, because we don't give a shit about the U.S. It, that's another thing. So they don't care about the UN, they've, right? They've been biased enough towards Israel, even though, ironically... We'll, they, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll yeah, get there. I'm we'll just saying, there. from Israelis, yes. we, they do not, they're not going to listen to any judgment that they make. So, um, listen, so there's a bunch of... There's, this is disputed, but a lot of different... Like, in 1970, they said that Jews can reclaim lost land. Uh, there's Ottoman documents saying that Palestinians own that land. Those documents are rejected. Again, we're just going back and forth in, like, political uh, or, like, legal... Uh, jargon at this point, okay? Um, basic issue is uh, Israel is giving citizens rights to reclaim land, 
but not giving Palestinians arguably the same rights to reclaim their land, Mm -hmm. right? So if it was their land before, why should they not have the right to reclaim it? And then they can both go back and forth hundreds and hundreds of years proving that they had some ancestors that were living there. And you know what? These people have all lived in the same fucking area for thousands of years. So you can just keep on going back and finding documents that somebody put a fucking tree stump down in one area and it was a Muslim guy. Okay, so it's us. We should have it. Or a Jewish dude down the block was like, okay, it was us. So... I understand the the difficulty. Okay. Um, the one argument is obviously you lost the war, and what happens after you lose the war is you don't you get any fucking rights to whatever it is. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe that's against international law, but you know that is what it is. And like I said, there's other countries that are also doing this at the time, and nobody seems to have that big an issue up over right. right? Um, uh, but, uh, but, uh, so then you have uh. Now you can play into like leadership and like what are the motivations of these different places, right? Like right now, uh, I think they've had four elections in Israel and can't form a coalition. So they have like a coalition government. They don't have like what we have where it's just you get a president. So they have like the leader of the coalition, I guess, is Netanyahu. And for everybody that thinks like that Israel just feels one way about Palestine and what's going on, and it seems like I'm capping for Israel here. I'm just trying to make sure everybody's on the same page. The reason why they haven't been able to form a coalition for the last four elections is because motherfuckers there disagree. There's a difference between the politics and the people of every country. I know everybody around the world hates American politicians. So do we. We don't want to be in fucking Afghanistan. We don't want to be in these senseless wars over and over and over again. We don't want to, like, disrupt and overthrow governments. The average person, us, we don't want to do that. Now, do we like the benefits of it? Fuck yeah. yeah. We like some cheap gas. You know what I mean? We like the fact that our money is backed by oil. We like all these things. But if you ask us on like a human level, if we want that, no. We're fortunate enough that all the shit that we fuck with around the world ain't next door. Yeah. But please believe if it was next door, we're going to hear about it. Yeah. Okay? But the people are different than the government. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times what's ish, the tricky issue with Israel is that like because it is a Jewish state, criticism of the government and their actions is viewed as anti-Semitic. Now, there are a lot of anti-Semites that criticize Israel because it is a safe way to be anti-Semitic. Mm. They feel hatred towards Jews and they're like, well, here's a good way to prove why. Mm. Right. And there are people who love Jews, who are Jewish. Jewish people in Israel that are very critical of their own government, Mm -hmm. that do not like the decisions that Netanyahu has made, Mm -hmm. that do not like the expanding settlements, that look at it as poking the bear Mm -hmm. and would prefer that there was a two-state solution where both of these people had access to their land and they didn't have to constantly be fighting over it. And the tricky thing is, in order to maintain power, politicians, we know this in America, just like anywhere else, will sign deals with whoever allow them to maintain power. Mm-hmm. So Netanyahu is going, whoever's going to support me and allow me to keep running this shit, I will do whatever you, oh, the settlers, the settlers are the people that are creating these, these like uh, pockets of, I guess, Israeli expansion within the West Bank. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? So, okay, I'm a rock with them. I'm a rock with them because then they're going to support me. Right. And of course the Palestinians are going like, yo, do we have like our space or not? Like, it seems like you keep expanding. And then the average Israelis who are happily living in fucking Jerusalem or Tel Aviv are going, stop going over there. Because my kid is in the army and he's going to get fucking killed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you have half the country and probably more going, I don't want this guy in power. I don't want... Now, here's the problem. The second bombs start going off, when there is fear, there is no empathy. Things get primal. Yes. With fear, no empathy exists. If I think myself or my kids are going to die, 
I do not have any empathy for the other person on the other side. Yeah. I want to do whatever protects my kids. Yeah. The second the rockets go off on both sides, it does not matter. The rockets go off, all of a sudden, you're not worried about how those people could feel about land disputes. You're not worried about, you're going, oh, you're trying to kill my family? I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. And that's, and then, okay, so when you look at the guy like Netanyahu, uh, now I guess he has a lot of support because I think in times of war, everybody supports yeah. the person who's, but yeah. before that, there was not. Like, all of my friends, they were either Israeli or, like, hardline, like, pro, pro-Israel. None of them liked Yet Netanyahu, you were very critical of Netanyahu. Yeah, I was an early super fan. I mean, war hero, well-spoken, American educated, did such incredible things. And then you saw uh, this lust to keep on a power. lot of this power. And I was like, no one should be in power that long. Who is your successor? Who should we start backing? And you didn't see that. So you have someone like me who was like, hey, let's see who else is out there. But look right now, both sides, left and right, are loving him because in times of crisis like this, you want the strong line, right wing, he, fucking he hardcore leader. And it's like, and this is this is what happens. I mean, like often people have spoken about Netanyahu. He's basically a plastic bag in the wind. It's just wherever the fuck, whoever's going to support me, whatever the opinion is, I will roll with that so I can maintain yeah. this power. Mm. And um, just to clarify real quick with the settlers, right? They're basically uh, they're not necessarily Israelis. A lot of times they're Americans. Uh, Ukrainians, like people who, like Dove was saying, even they're like these Ukrainians that are like one-eighth Jewish, and they're just basically leaving fucking Russia, the Ukraine, for a better life. And these settlements in the West Bank get subsidized by the Israeli government. Mm -hmm. So they're getting basically super cheap houses, but with all, you know, good amenities, etc. So they're almost incentivized to leave their really poor countries and come to a first world country that you have access to all these, you know, I guess amazing, you know, resources. Um... And then you're expanding, I guess, Israel in the process, right? Or at least the frontiers. Um, the extremists on the Israeli side see it as a historical Jewish land. I believe they called it uh, Judeo-Sumeria. So it's more than just these lines. It's wherever the Jewish people, I guess, were roaming back in the day. Um, but I think the average Jew does not see Israel like that. And, well, look, they're, eventually they're going to want to still be able to go over there. I mean, there's absolute incredible historical uh, parts of those areas that you would hope that if they want to visit, you know, birthplace, I think, Mark, help me here, like Joseph mm -hmm. and different... Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, the birthplace right. of all the modern religions. Yeah. Are, I mean, Jesus, you want to go to Nazareth, you're going to have to go to the West Bank, you know? So you have this situation... <clears throat> You have the situation where a lot of people are going, oh, like Israel just wants a one state solution. They just want to take over all the land, et cetera. And that's not the case because if they do that, they can't be democratic. Right? If they take over all of the West Bank and Gaza and incorporate them into Israel, the number of non Jewish yeah. now Israelis will be too high and they won't be able to maintain whatever laws that they want to maintain. I mean, shit, if they wanted to do it just based on d democracy, they could be like, yo, Sharia law is in, we got more numbers and this is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So they wouldn't be able to maintain democracy. And the reason why that's important is because if they don't maintain democracy, guess what support they lose? UN support? US. US support. We're not out here supporting dictatorships unless they got crazy oil. Okay. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, there's no oil in Israel. Good job choosing offshore. that. Offshore. Yeah, offshore. <laughs> Good job in that land. But um, all right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because, listen, sometimes 
It's going to rain on your birthday. Sometimes the line for coffee wraps around the entire fucking building. Sometimes gas goes up 10 cents. And sometimes life stinks. You know the good news is? You don't have to because Native has your back. Native cares about the products you put on your body. Okay, they're built about stopping the stink the right way. That's the Native difference. Don't have stinky pits. Native is going to stop that. You probably already know about Native's legendary aluminum-free deodorant, but have you tried their body wash, toothpaste, or their brand-new mineral-based sunscreen? Sunscreen. If you haven't, then get the fuck on it, all right? Native now has a broad-spectrum SPF 30 sunscreen for your face and your body. It's lightweight, absorbs quickly, and... You can choose between unscented or coconut and pineapple if you want to keep it cute. Natives on a mission to overhaul your entire hygiene routine by putting the care and self-care with products carefully made to work against odor that are made with the simple ingredients and they smell absolutely fantastic. You can get their deodorant and body wash and amazing scents like coconut and vanilla, citrus and herbal musk, lavender and rose, and more. Okay? You can even build your own personalized product bundles. Mix and match three of your favorite scents and keep them on rotation so you have something for every single occasion. Stop running out of deodorant. Stop running out of SPF. Stop running out of body wash. Stop running around all the things that you need in your life. These are essentials for your hygiene and your skin health care. So you're going to stay fresh, stay clean with Native by going to nativedo.com slash flagrant. Nativedo, that D-E-O, dot com slash flagrant, or use the promo code flagrant at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash flagrant, or use the promo code flagrant at checkout for 20% off your order. Now let's get back to the show. So, uh... Basically, the tricky thing about this is like you're never going to convince. The problem with this is that when you're dealing with the extremists on both sides, both of them feel like they have a right to the land because of God. And there's no negotiation with God. Okay, so if God is telling you that your land, Palestine, should be from the river to the sea, then that's where the fuck you're going to go with your land. And there's nothing. Isn't that America? Manifest destiny? Wasn't that like. This is what God wants. Literally. See the shining sea. See the shining sea. Literally. And it's like, once God tells you it's okay, then they're like, all right, let's move the Native Americans. Let's move the Mexicans. Let's move whoever the fuck is in the way. We'll move them out. Right? Once God. And that's on both sides. So if the extremists on the Israeli side are like, yo, God said that this is our land, they don't give a fuck about how the Palestinians feel, if they're going to be in those settlements or not, if it is, uh, you know, divided in an apartheid type system. They don't give a flying fuck, those extremists. The average Israeli, sure, they don't want this shit. But those extremists are like, fuck it. This is, God said this is our land, so we're going to keep running it. We're not going to be 50 50 because God don't do 50 50. Right? God does 100. Because mm-hmm. I'm God. I don't have to negotiate with nobody. And the same side with Palestinians. Like, I think a Jewish God would negotiate. <laughs> you, would <think. laughs> you would think. But yeah, but so, and then I think on the Palestinian side, um, the same thing. Like the extremist organizations that are running and making the decisions there aren't going to go, yeah, let's just have an easy two-state solution. Mm-hmm. Because that doesn't satisfy their thirst. And that doesn't satisfy the people that are funding them. Mm-hmm. Right. If you are running it based on the decisions of God, you're not going to go, well, God would be happy with 50 50 and passion gets votes. And it's hard to get votes if you're moderate and you're asking moderate people don't vote. They're not passionate enough. I would I would not be surprised if you asked the and I've asked Palestinians and and we've had we have friends that are Palestinian uh, comics are Palestinian. I would not be surprised if you spoke to them and you're like, yo, would you guys be cool with a two state solution? I bet you the majority of them, just like the majority of Jews, would be like, yes, we would fucking love that. We love our independence and our autonomy. 
But the people making the decisions at the highest level, they might not be okay with that. And they might know that their bread is buttered, not wanting that. So they'll do everything they possibly can to fight. And who knows? Maybe Israel wouldn't allow that. Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe they wouldn't. I know that there's tons of historical precedents for, for fear that given a two-state solution and given access to whatever resources that they would have, they would feel like, oh, shit, we could be under attack potentially. Maybe Iran would you know, throw tons of money and throw tons of weaponry at in, you know, the people that, the, that are running Gaza, the Hamas in Gaza, you know, and, and maybe they would put us at an even more, um, you know, an even more, for lack of a better word, like fearful state. And I guess Vulnerable. I see where Israel is coming from in the sense of like getting outvoted. Like the reason Pakistan formed is Muslims were a lot of Muslims were like, look, if we are part of India, we'll get outvoted on everything. Any like law, Muslim versus Hindu, we don't have the numbers. We need our own country. Yeah. Now they have their own country. And you would think that's not going to happen. But now India is very like pro-Hindu and any like any pro-Hindu thing. We're just going to pass it because we got the numbers. Yeah. So I see where they're coming from. It does seem like, though fundamentally aren't they just they're trying to take back land that they said was theirs but they haven't had like it's that's the issue right that's where the conflict starts and then you guys felt it was escalated because rockets got fired toward you so now you're like we don't give a fuck anymore but that's all we're trying to do is survive and i, I can i just make my please, kinda, please i guess please, my statement please. is i think it's important i mean i sit off off camera a lot of folks have been messaging me on this on on both sides yeah this is where i stand just even going back historically, I am a Moroccan Jew. My parents were born in Morocco. Every one of my family members has left Morocco, either for Israel, France, Canada, or, or U.S. My father still speaks fluent Arabic. He speaks Arabic to his brothers. We are we are in love with that culture. We we love my religious Jewish family. Revere the King of Morocco. That is the biggest proof. Like that type of coexistence. This is what I grew up on. This is what I love. I'm also a absolute huge supporter of Israel. Two of my grandparents are, are buried in Israel. I'll never lose that love and support. So I will always give, we have a, that statement, I, we have a right to exist. That country exists. They will uh, die for it. Um, you know, my family, I have family members serving in that army. At the same time, I believe, and I've always believed that Palestinians uh, deserve every single, uh, of the same exact type of equal rights in their in their own country. I've always been a believer of the two-state solution. That seems, you know, tougher and tougher as we go, so we can, yeah. can speak on this. The one thing I will say, though, in, in this current conflict that's been so tough for me, and you've seen it from everyone that's spoken up on it, I mean, I was worried about you guys speaking up on it because it's... If you understand the group that we're in, I mean, it's the, the the Jew, we have Muslims working with us and the Indians and the Catholic. I mean, th this is what I love. This is probably why I left Hollywood. Like, this is the realest thing I've ever been involved with. I, I've loved the, the, the Arab and Muslim fans that have, like, come up, and they're huge amounts. And I think that the answer to this is what you guys do all the time is bust each other's balls and, and everyone try to find common ground. And that's what I want to say I believe in. In this particular instance, it's gotten so bad from the last experience, the, the, the war in 2014, of, of at least there being some type of let's see both sides to I can't believe that people won't do research or at least speak against the one thing that they should be speaking out against, which is very clear to, to me and a ton of my friends and family of Hamas that is running Gaza, that is firing indiscriminately into Israel, is a terrorist organization. I separate them from Palestine. But 
or Palestinians. But this is all we're seeing is that there's somehow there's a justification for that or people aren't speaking up on that. I mean, if you ask me a week ago is what's happening in Sheikh Jarrah like terrible. And I'm like, yes, it's it's a political BS and we are not our governments. And there's there's still so much shit to have to be resolved in that instance. But you lose the plot when you when you're talking about 3,000 rockets being fired from Gaza indiscriminately into Israel. With uh, Sheikh Jarrah, there are people that were evicted from those homes yes. that were on this, I guess, uh, what people believe to be disputed territory, yeah. right? So the territory was eventually owned by, I believe, an Israeli NGO, but the people there are like, nah, Jordan gave us this land, and or the, and the UN gave us money to build the homes. Like These are our homes, right? But then Israel's like, well, they were never registered with us when we annexed the land, and they were like, but y'all never let it, us fucking register the homes. So... I believe that since the issue of settlements and in, in Israeli expansion is so like uh, visceral and, and painful, and that wound is still open, seeing an example like this is just another example of that expansion. So, um, which, but there's a separate thing happening in Israel right now. There right. are actual for the first time in in Arab or or co-Arab oh, sorry, Christian sorry. towns just real quick. of just real civil quick. war, basically, but just which quick. hasn't been seen in Israel. But, but just real quick, just to clarify. So what Dove was saying is like, yeah, that's a fucked up political issue. We should protest that. Like, have yeah. protests. Like, let's talk about Let's come out in the street. Like, I know that, uh, uh, you know, recently in uh, in Scotland, you know, it's pretty amazing that, uh, <laughs> that there are like, there are these two, like, uh, I think immigrant families that were like, collected collected by like the scottish immigration services and i don't know the whole story I only saw it on instagram so if they end up fucking diddling kids or something like that i'm sorry i feel bad but the community surrounded the fucking van that was taking them out of the community right. they just didn't let them take it and the police just went all right fucking let them out so the community just kind of like stepped up and they're like yo these are people of the community we fuck with them you're not going to just you remove them maybe we can have some sort of like court proceedings to make sure they were indian by the way court proceedings to like uh, you know, find a legal route for citizenship, et cetera, right? So the people came out and they're like, this is wrong. And you would never see me maybe protest there's a version. that. We wouldn't have rallies in the streets with maybe there, Israeli maybe, Exactly. Maybe there's a version of that where it's like, instead of, you know, going to violence, people can come out and they can protest. And maybe they would argue that's what they were doing at the Temple Mount or Al-Aqsa. I think they were at Al-Aqsa, right? Mm -hmm. There's the Temple Mount and then there's the Al-Aqsa is on the Temple Mount. They're next to each other. Yeah. Right. But it's the same area. So they would maybe they would argue, hey, this is what we're doing. We we're peacefully protesting. And then like Israeli police started ushering us out or it, it's really fucked up. Point is, is that all like the wound is so fresh. It's always fresh. It's been fresh for fucking thousands of years. And any sort of aggravation on either side is looked at as, oh, it's go time. But that was Hamas trying to actually flex and have power. That I mean, that's just clear to me. You can call it my bias. I wish there were other folks in the room on the other side to, to defend it. But what am I arguing here? There's terrorists firing at both Jews and Arabs, 3,000 rockets indiscriminately. If we didn't have that Iron Dome system that was also co-funded by the U.S., and, and we now saw Israelis, Israeli buildings, hospitals, schools being blown up, not what Israel's doing back in, in Gaza, and you can, again, I'm going to get a million messages arguing that they're, they're attacking civilians. They're using as much restraint as I think that they could without going into Gaza, which they don't want to do. And that's a fact as well. Yeah. Uh, then, then you wouldn't see me arguing. You're, you're this, talking about. Uh, we're looking at it. At is, this point, we're there's a war like, and there's terrorism. That's yeah, terrorism. Yeah. And I, I, I wish, please, if you want to use pressure on on the government on on politics, use that. For me, I was actually most hopeful about 
changes happening in Israel when I saw that they couldn't form this government for, for such a long time. I was like, okay, people want something new. And then there were these new established relationships with the Gulf states like United Arab Emirates. And I believe that, do you know how many Israelis loved that new that newfound connection with them that have been flying to Dubai, that are striking up business deals? I would hope that that would be the best way for those Gulf states to now start taking care of Palestinians and giving them bigger opportunities now that the, that they have so much leverage on Israel in terms of new business deals and all the prosperity that can come from that would go down and also affect the Palestinians in, in a great way yeah. to the point that they couldn't, that they would slow down the settlement building, that they or or find a way to finally speak on that. So if we can say who's so full, right and wrong, but where so do we go? Full takeaway here is... I think most people agree that the expansion of Israel with these settlements in the West Bank is a cause of problems and tension and seen as an aggressive act. Israelis, Americans, Canadians, that's how, um, Europeans. That's what I'm thinking here. I think, I think most people go, yo, dude, that's not cool, okay? You have the power to do that, and these other people are powerless to stop you. I don't think that's a right. I don't think that's the right thing. There's got to be a better solution to that. And I think also most people can go, you can't shoot rockets mm -hmm. at fucking civilians. Yeah. It, it doesn't justify it. There's this like logical leap that I don't understand where like people go when rockets fly up and yes, they have an iron dome, but that doesn't mean it's okay. Right. But it's like when rockets fly, because they did land a couple land and there were 10% of them are landing. So talk about 10%. Of right. 3,000 plus rockets. Right. So it's like, so there's this weird justification where they're like, well, yeah, because because you're evicting these people, that's why 30 rockets get sent. And it's like, or you're expanding your territory or you're doing this. Yes, those things are wrong. I don't know if that justifies sending all the rockets. Now, two things can be wrong at the same time. And yeah. we all agree we need to find a solution to this because the more that this happens, the more that we're going to see rockets but we can't jump to rockets, you know? I, I think on a primal level, yeah, it feels a little bit, and it's ironic that so many like Hollywood types are saying that from California because this is exactly what ha happened in California, but it seems like it's a little bit like bullying. Like, you're just come taking land from us. Yeah. You're just, uh, we were here, and then you're just taking this from us. And so there is a certain like level of empathy there that when a response happens, it's like, all right, well, shit, you were getting bullied, so you had to respond how you respond. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're allowed to fire 3,000 rockets. You know what I mean? The reaction is disproportionate. I yeah, think, is, and then expect something not to happen. But now. I think it's so yeah. viscerally emotional to see those videos and like, People are praying during Eid and they're getting forced. Out, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, it's like, well, fuck, man. Whatever. Yo, these guys got to fight back. And I don't think the reaction is proportionate, but there's a visceral kind of like, hey, man, you got to fight back how you got to fight back. It's easier to relate to the underdog. Yeah. Oh, and again, so we're, we're relate, let's relate to the underdog of being Palestinians. I want everyone to understand. I don't care how much hate. Hamas is ISIS. Hamas is Hezbollah. It is a terrorist organization. That's it. If it happened to anyone else's country, they would say nuke the place. And then uh, we don't care about the collateral damage. Israel's doing their best to mitigate that. Yeah. But yes, civilians are dying. And I, I cry for every single lost life on both sides. This is terrible. I want this to end. Mm -hmm. Anyone that knows me knows I want this to end. But let's why don't we jump to the end? How does this end? Do you think Israel's going to uh, wave the white flag and give this up? They will be there to the last dying man or woman. Yeah, so that's, that's the thing what, about this that is so tragic is the more you research this, and I hate to even say this, 
the less a solution looks like it's going to happen. <laughs> like the more I started looking into this and the more I started talking to people about this and reading about this, the more I was like, oh, we're not solving this in our fucking lifetime, bro. Is, I mean, or the way, the only way it does get solved is one or the other wins. And, but the fact that they're, the idea of them just living together and both believing that God doesn't want that. You've spoken on this. It's kind of, it's like, it's a joke premise, but like there's some truth to it. The reason we don't have this kind of shit in America is because we killed the natives yeah. mostly. The reason Australia doesn't have these issues is because mostly they killed the natives. Yeah. Historically, Back in the day, you would just kill the natives. In a modern time where you don't do that, it, there's going to be a constant conflict. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, to your point, they might, there might be a ceasefire, but I don't think the, the, the wound is going to get reopened it's, over and over again. I got lost in most of his explanation in terms of the history. I'm glad you gave it, but yeah. I was like, yo, a lot is happening. But the one thing I picked up on big picture was this shit, history just is going to repeat itself, it seems. Yeah. And I, fundamentally, it seems like if you can back off the expansion, then you'll back off the retaliation, which will back off your retaliation, which is going to be, y'all got the tech. I, I would look, I would love that. If you were going to say like where, what does a Palestinian country look like? And please, I'm absolutely not an expert here. I mean, because if you ask anyone on the hard right of Israel, it doesn't the truth, look like they, they want, it's, it's Gaza only. That's what they believe that Palestine can declare and that'll still be monitored for security reasons. I would, I, I would say, give them the West Bank, Give them Gaza. Uh, and I do not ever believe that they would give up East Jerusalem at this point. But I hope that with with peace, that there is continued monitoring by Jordan and other countries. And I wish it's a it's yeah. a. It, but it is going to always stay the capital of uh, of of Israel. Every country gets to declare their capital. That's just how it you could it works. You could declare it. That'd be cool. I think that the. I think the most unique and inspiring solution for Jerusalem specifically would just be like, this is God's city, bro. This is nobody can have God's city. God's city is God's city. If y'all really believe in God, that's then that's fair. for God. Yeah. That's not for you. You don't own God's city. Muslims or, or Jordanians or Palestinians don't own God's city. God owns God's city. And Maybe everybody could realize that their God, regardless of who it is, had played some part in that city and has sent prophets there. And and maybe they could all maybe check ego. I mean, this is never going to happen. Of course not. But it would be really cool if there was this one center where everybody could go. It doesn't matter who the fuck you are. Also, it ain't going to be tricky because I think most religions, the three major religions, it's our God is the God. So. Yeah, but all of them have sent prophets there, right? It's like all of them have okay. these like servants of God that have gone to... Jerusalem, at least some there's some debate whether Muhammad went there in a dream or he actually went there. But like they they've played a part in the history of the religion, and I don't know. It just it'd be cool if it was look, if it I, was looked at. That'd be beautiful. I, I want it. To, I, look, yeah. I want it to be the shared city. Anyone that knows, I mean, when Andrew and I went to Israel together, it's like you to. It's amazing, to get to dude. the Western Wall, you Jerusalem pull up to the old city, you go through a place called the Jaffa Gate, where you're walking through the Arab Quarter, to the right. You turn right if you want to go and see the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, which is where Jesus came down from the cross, was interned, and the, was put on the anointing stone. You continue walking down the same path, the same narrow little path, and you you reach the the you know most important part in in Judaism, the bottom of the Temple Mount, the Western Wall, where then you could see the Dome of the Rock and Al Aqsa on top in the Temple Mount. You do this all within a five minute 
walk down this corridor and it's the most beautiful thing in the world. So I always believe in that. But now we're talking again, we're talking governments and we're talking about whose city it is. So in terms of whose city it is, I'm like, believe me, I believe in the spirit that it is everyone's city and it's God's city. Of, of where it is There's in terms of like borders, Israel will never give up. They'll they, I'm t- they sure. will die. They will die at everyone's floor to to keep that. Yeah. There's an old John Stewart joke from I like saw a clip of it. It was like the fucking 80s when he did stand up where he talked about it. like he said something about how it's all so close together. Jesus, Muhammad, and Abraham or Moses or whatever all went to the same high school. Like it's, it's just all, like it's, it's that no, it's, it's that close. It's together. beautiful. I mean that's what it's what it's. What I want to see, I mean, but we're going to, I mean, a lot of these arguments are like, we're still going back in history. Like Andrew went through all of this and I'm just like, yeah, I heard this all before. Like, where are we? How do we, how do we get to it? And I truly believe that there was, there was going to be progress when we talked about, you know, these new relations and, and more prosperity and the hope that, you know, maybe after a global pandemic, (laughs) I think things will, things will come together, but no, I, I don't know. I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. Any thoughts? I mean, not necessarily. Like, I don't know a ton about the issue at hand, but like I have been interested in the media reaction because mm. it seems like the first conflict in like ever since I've been on social media and even just like even track of the news mm-hmm. that the public opinion has swayed towards supporting Palestine. It seems like historically in the United States, like specifically in my community growing up, mm-hmm. like it was very evangelical Christians so. and they all support Israel. Yeah. And so it seems but selfishly. Yeah, no, of course. It's Explain Christian. the evangelical <laughs> Christian support of Israel, because I think this is really interesting. So I don't understand this really perfectly, but like the, my understanding, like there were a few kids from my high school that were like, we need Jews to go back to Israel, because once all the Jews return to their holy land in Zion, then Jesus will come back and, and, and then what kill Jesus- all of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got to centralize them in one place it's, so we can just drop a whole net and capture them. It's so funny, because like mm-hmm. evangelical Christians are so supportive of, of the Jews being in the homeland, right? And Jews are like, well, yeah, that's awesome. We want support for us being in the homeland. (laughs) But they don't go any further as to why they're supportive. Like, if Jews just ask one more question, like, yo, why are you riding for us so far? (laughs) You'll find out. (laughs) Go eat the cheese off the (laughs) mousetrap. It's great cheese. Not to compare them to rats, okay? I didn't mean to actually compare them. I'm just saying as a metaphor, okay? Go eat the cheese. Go eat the cheese. It's like, but what's funny is, of course, Jews are going to take them up on it because Jews are like, he ain't going coming back oh yeah <laughs> he's coming back the first time yeah he's gonna come back once we're expecting That's another guy to come yeah. Yeah. he gone, yeah. he gone. <laughs> for good <laughs> but uh oh it's just so funny how all this works out okay yeah, so, so that was like my perspective growing up it was like i knew all these like evangelical christian pro zion people yes and for the first time seeing like the modern explain zionism real quick it's a term everybody hears but maybe some people don't know what it is I should not be the person to explain. Zionism no. is just the idea that there is a Jewish homeland and you support mm-hmm. that idea of the Jewish homeland. You believe that the, the Jewish homeland is what? Zion. Mount Zion, is that it? Or am I saying a Bob Marley song? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, I've Mount Zion is... Also. I always hear, I hear it in black so many songs it, it, and like that. It basically just means like if you're a Zionist, you believe that Israel should exist. And the Zionist movement was built around this idea that the Jewish people should have a homeland, a place mm-hmm. for them. And that homeland is Israel right now. And so it's that's based what in the Torah as far as like giving uh, Moses like the promised land. Like you right. have Cana, like this is your place and this is where your people are going to be. And like, I'm going to take care of you no matter what. 
Yeah. And like you're going to have generations of people and they're all going to propagate this land or whatever. And something really interesting is like the most extreme Jews, the Hasidic Jews, those are the ones that have like the hats and they're in Brooklyn and they wear like the black suits and they have the hair that curls on the side. They raise my rent. They raise <laughs> <laughs> it raised 5,100 this year. I had to cancel my lease. Oh my you're not the only person that raised the rent on apparently. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're in this situation in the first place. Free Mark. <laughs> Hashtag free me. A lot of evictions going on come on so uh <laughs> no, but switches your angle <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sympathetic to the Palestinian yeah. struggle. i get it i really do <laughs> the city of david is on mount zion which is the hill in jerusalem and zionism yeah. we were saying oh, Herzl, oh, just real quick with the with with the hasidic jews like you would think that the most extreme version of the religion would be supportive uh, would they would be Zionists, right? They'd be like the most extreme Zionists, like the most extreme version of like Muslims, for example. You're like, yo, all the holy sites, that's ours. Like, let's yeah. get it. Um, they are not supportive of the state of Israel because really? they think it's a political act, uh, and they uh, think that God will bring Israel back to the Jewish. The people. Messiah is supposed to come, and then you would yeah. go back. And this is a and all this the other is a Jews small are like, group. This yo, is. God has given us the equipment to do it. We shut the fuck up. Trust me, there's, we got a, an there's Iron Dome. plenty of religious Jews on the right that are that are happily in in Jerusalem. You you know what I mean? Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No, no. There there That's are groups that are anti-Zionist. Yeah. Yes. Which absolutely. is it's just surprising because I thought that they would be like the most. Yeah. yeah. And remember, the Zionism was this movement from Herzl where he was basically he saw the writings on the wall in Europe and he was mm -hmm. basically telling people like it's getting you you know anti-Semitism is was not new in the 30s yeah, from yeah. The, like this was so, happening in yeah. the 1800s or I mean before I mean literally I'm in Morocco because we were given four months to 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 leave convert or die from Spain from Isabel and Ferdinand it was called the Alhambra decree so we ended up over there Zion, it, Herzl was getting people in the 1800s 1900s saying like we need a Jewish homeland yep. it's getting bad over here it's surprising together. you meet enough Jews you'll you'll meet multiple who are like oh we're here because we had to flee where we were before yep yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, that's been their history. Yeah, there's been a lot of fleeing that. But uh, yeah, so just if we could clarify some things, just so you know, you see these videos popping up of like people beating up like a Jewish dude in fucking Canada. You know what I mean? And you're just like, well, what's going on? Like, yeah, it's just is this starting to happen. Like, what's what's going on here? Just to clarify, like, I think we all empathize, or you should fucking empathize with what the Palestinian people are going through. Yeah, if you're not empathizing with them, then you. You are you are so biased that you're removing humanity from a group yeah. of people that deserve humanity. And they yeah. deserve that empathy. They I, deserve that yeah. love. Yeah. Um, and it is underestimated how much empathy Israeli people have for that plight. Don't get Israeli me wrong. Israeli people. Israeli people, not the government, but the people. How many of them want there to be a two-state solution? How many of them want there to be a country that is Palestine, their territory? Uh, and how many people disagree with this expansion of Israel and the expansion of these settlements? OK, yeah. uh, I think most calm, logical, reasonable people would agree or at least have that thinking process. Yeah. At the same time. They don't want terrorist organizations for whatever reason to shoot rockets into their country. Also reasonable to not want that. I think that's very if, if it happened to America, like think about it, like America occupies certain places, right? If America's occupying Afghanistan and some Taliban shoots some rockets at the American base that they're occupying, please believe it's yeah. adios. Yeah. If they fired 3000, we're not going to sympathize. You're talking about a we're war. We're not going to let Let's them talk. know. 
Yeah. That happened in January, remember, where they shot rocket the Iran shot rockets at a US base. And everyone in America was like, Oh, we're it's gone. on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. And then we shot my man, right? Yeah. But guys, let's Talib, what you're Talib, talking about Talib, their attacking. The yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're talking getting by no more. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you're talking about them like people have said, Oh, well, they're they have a right to attack back. They're not attacking Israeli army bases. No, no, so I, let's equate I, I it's like saying no, no, Canada no, no, is no, no, firing no, no. on Manhattan. I know, I know, I know, I know. The point is, the point is, I'm, look, I know we're, we're not justifying it. And I, <laughs> after he I, does it up, I know I, I, we're just we're not justifying. We're just trying to make sure because I don't want anybody to be mischaracterized here. That's not to say that there aren't, I'm sure, plenty of Israelis that are supportive of what's going on, just as there are plenty of Americans that are probably supportive of things that are going on that we might disagree with. But the idea that they're a complete monolith is not the case. And just because you want a Jewish homeland doesn't mean you don't want Palestinians to fucking exist. OK, those things can operate separately and i think dove has said this but he's separating palestinians who probably don't want three thousand rockets fired on israel from hamas yeah and there's uh, Pal- i'm sure every palestinian in palestine right now does not want occupation they yeah. don't want jewish police forces around they don't they want their fucking country that's it and they deserve their fucking country they deserve, and I'm, I'm you're hearing me say it i am saying it very clearly i absolutely believe in the same so I, I'm making this a Hamas versus Palestinian argument. I really do hope that there is peace. I hope that there is a, a, a homeland for them and they deserve it. Like we have one, they have one as well. And it's not even, I'm talking as an, an American, but I'm a b- believer in the state of Israel. So I, I can't get off of that. So And you're a believer in the state of Palestine. Yeah. So it's like, let's do... I don't know what the fuck we got to do, man. And the more you research it, the more depressing it gets. The messy, that's a simple answer, but then the but messy let, part becomes what is exactly. Israel, what, what is Israel, what is Palestine? Are you uh, putting that joke out? Because I don't want to say it if you're put, putting your joke Not out. Not yet, but eventually I probably would. Okay, so like, I won't say anything about the joke. Mark has a, f- a funny bit, but the idea that like, you know, we don't have to look at everything as a two-solution situation, mm-hmm. right? Is that there is nuance and there are gray areas to every issue in life. And the problem of looking at this in this one way is that if you look at something in two states, you're going to villainize the other one, mm-hmm. right? So if you don't want, if, if, if you're not supportive, if you can't, part of you can't come out and be like, yo, it's fucked what's happening in Palestine. Mm-hmm. It's fucked what's happening to these people. I don't want those people to go through that. That doesn't mean that you hate every Jewish person mm-hmm. or that you don't want an Israeli, or you don't want a Jewish homeland. Those things don't. Those things don't have to exist in um, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, th- that's not the dichotomy, yeah. right? Like, the, but you can have empathy and want to there to be a Jewish homeland. You can you can have a, a place in your heart for a Palestinian homeland and a Jewish homeland, and you can want this to be solved, obviously, in another way besides having war. But you can also call out the atrocities on both sides. You can call out a fucking terrorist organization, but you can also call out the expansion of Israel. You know, and I'll be honest, if you're Palestinian, you see that as terrorizing. That's what I was. You see it as terrorizing. It's not the same as rockets, but you see it in that way. And to take that away from them is not fair. It's not fair. So it doesn't justify the reaction. It it doesn't justify 3000 rockets, but you are shoving me off my homeland, which we in my mind is like, look, you already got your homeland. So why are you taking ours? Now so, that does not make the reaction okay of three thousand rockets in any way. I don't think but I can, can empathize with that feeling exactly. of, yo, what you you have a homeland now. This is my homeland now. You're taking it from me, and I don't think that there can be a solution unless. I don't think there can be a solution if Hamas exists. 
And I don't think there can be a solution if expansion exists. Yeah, I can agree with both of those. I think you have to get rid of Hamas and you have to get rid of their influence. They cannot be the people that are running shit in Gaza because there's no hope if they are. Because we know they have one solution. Matter of fact, you know who wants... There's nobody that wants war more than Hamas because that's how they recruit. And that shit is they, peaceful between Israel and 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 it's, shit is peaceful in Gaza. Guess who can't get any new members? Yeah, Hamas. They so, want the embargoes. To your point about that, I empathize with Israeli people. Once rockets get fired at them, being like, "Yo, do what the fuck you got to do. I'm under attack. Mm-hmm. Handle it, Israel." Mm-hmm. I can identify with those Palestinians getting shoved out their homeland, feeling like they're under attack, and be like, "Yo, Hamas, do what you got to do," because we're not prepared to fight this. But y'all got shit, so go. I can see both of, sides. I can see. Yeah, I can see them definitely turning a blind eye. Yeah, or that even. Like I can empathize with that that primal feeling of, yo, I'm under attack. I'm what the fuck is going on? I'm, I don't have a home. I'm getting kicked out. Like I could die. That can't even celebrate Eid. Yo, I Hamas. I don't know what's gonna happen. I can use some help. This is what y'all do. All right, that's what y'all do. Yeah. So it's just fucking. It just sucks, man. Do you think yeah. the the media response has been sort of impacted by the Black Lives Matter protests throughout the summer or like in the way that there's been sort of like a social activism uptick? This happened when I was in college. I noticed the shift when I was in college. I'd never experienced it before. Like you said before, there was just unilateral support of Israel. Yes. Right. And um, in college, I started to meet some people that were way more supportive of like the Palestinian plight. Did you notice this in college at all? And that's where it has been really the most active for the i mean since we were in college but yeah. in student we went governments to college of together. universities across the country everybody just dove and i what that's how we know each other went to college together that's what, so like so yeah so we started what are you talking? we met at that pro-israel rally back in- <laughs> <laughs> it's okay yeah but no a friend of ours like he was very sympathetic and i never understood it because the way that it was kind of like positioned to me it was like we were oh, programmed to think we're pro hey listen israel's just defending themselves and there's terror organizations that are trying to take them down and then they'd always throw this in and like oh yeah by the way they hate gays and women and you're like oh okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know I mean? like it was it was it, and then i think as the democratic <laughs> party started to um kind of fully identify around uh victimhood they had no choice but to embrace the victimhood that exists around the world mm-hmm. right and you can't say yo we stand up for the oppressed and then not side in this situation with the people that are being oppressed. So by drawing that fucking line in the sand, they all of a sudden stopped supporting Israel, which was shocking because when I was younger, Jews were Democrats without a doubt. It wasn't even a question. Yeah. Like always voted Democrat. And now you've seen, at least in the last like eight years, immediate switch, Mm -hmm. especially with Obama doing the Iran deal. I think that that was a lot. I think that was the last straw for a Absta- lot of Jews. abstaining on a UN vote um, in terms of what, what was that UN vote that he of uh, just basically saying that treat people what, with human rights or uh, <laughs> treat people with human rights vote. Like, <laughs> but there was UN vote. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, we've noticed that that shift, and it's really interesting. I remember 2012, I think, at the Democratic National Convention, they did a vote of like they're just going through the motions of like we're yeah. all. One of the votes was something like we stand with Israel over Palestine or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I heard a bunch of boos. And I was like, what? Yeah. At the DNC? Yeah. Really? 
And I that I was like, oh shit, something's happening. So I'm later than y'all, but I was like, I remember that moment in my mind being like, oh fuck, this is interesting. Yeah. I think it's starting to shift. And now yeah. to Mark's point, I don't know what you didn't really finish what's going on where you grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they were very pro-Israel earlier. Oh, sorry now about is it that. pretty yeah. pro-Palestinian or what? Yeah, I mean, like amongst my evangelical friends, like I don't even necessarily it was always like their parents too. So like yeah. I obviously yeah. haven't kept up with my friends' parents, but like I don't know if it's shifted, but just in terms of like my immediate circle. And like even being in New York, it's it seems like it's definitely shit. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. And but the concern, sorry, go, go. No, but I don't know if there was necessarily so much of like uh, unilateral fervor for like an Israeli state as a kid. Like I don't, yeah. I never felt like it was like an obvious thing. I just it, recognized within my sub community it was that way. But I knew a lot of other people that it was. It just almost felt binary, and I knew nothing, and I still don't really have much of a passion for geopolitical anything. Yeah. But it just felt kind of binary. Israel is the guys that were on their team, and Palestine were not. That's just yeah. what it felt like with the U.S. Like that's it. Yeah, it's just it's just tricky and like concerning because when you have a religion that is also a country, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to divide that identity. Yeah, they, you know, they, especially now anti-Semitism. Care what anyone says? So much of this anti-Israel hate. Yeah. You hate the Jews. I just say right. It. So it's just like <laughs> you it. just you just go. You just go and you just jump. No, to I, I make a distinction. <laughs> yeah. I don't have yeah, much so many people don't. It's Palestine and then Jews, cousins. Israel. <laughs> you guys all look like cousins. <laughs> and they're cousins. <laughs> yeah. So like uh it's tricky, man. It is it is very tricky. I think that um I think that the the, the Asians are gonna stop getting hated on pretty soon. <laughs> and that hate is gonna be funneled. <laughs> I, funneled I, somewhere I didn't have else. that thought. I was like, yeah. I wonder if this just shifts. The and from anti-Asian to anti-Semitism. Yeah, maybe. It it just but yeah. what's also weird is that they it doesn't <laughs> feel like they believe that there is a they've taken away the Jewish right to Israel. I mean, or not to the Jewish right, the the right for Israel as a country. That they're like, yeah. no, now it's back to all or nothing versus like we want a country too. It's well, like no no no. River to the sea is a very clear bar. I, and I like, might be even less informed than most, but my very crude understanding was just like Dude, Israel just like popped up and the West was just like, hey, this is yours. And then Palestinians were like, what the fuck is happening? So there's a very crude understanding of them already, even before this, just getting moved off their homeland. I know it's more nuanced than that. But I think that's a lot of people's very crude understanding is like, oh, yeah, they were there. And then Israel just popped up and now they're just getting moved off. So, yeah. Look, I don't think that Israel is going to be winning the PR war anytime soon. So I'll wave the white (laughs) flag uh, on there. And they're fighting Puerto Rico at a certain point. Like we just have to be like for Jews running the media. (laughs) (laughs) Step it up, Jews. Like where the fuck have they been? They've been sleeping. Now this one, we are getting we're getting bodied on this. But the resolve, I mean, this is the most unified I've seen Israel in uh, many times and Jews just around that we're like, wait, what? Yeah. I'm seeing Nazi flags mixed in to all this. It's getting so bad, dude. Yeah. The media thing that oh. I did think was interesting is that you can't find on what? any main... Uh, wait, what? He said Nazi flags mixed in? Oh, uh, yeah, that shit will pop up for sure. They always yeah. do that. But, like, there's... On media headlines, like, for all, like, the major publications, it's always Israel-Hamas conflict. And I do think it's interesting, and I didn't realize because that Palestine is not recognized as a state mm. amongst like all the media outlets that mm. they can't say Israel versus Palestine. Mm. So it's Israel versus Hamas. And then I wonder how that affects people's perception of what the conflict is, where they go, oh, it's them versus like the a terrorist group. group. Yeah. And I wonder if that's impacting people's uh, perception. No, no, they, they know. I, I really am so shocked that there just hasn't been any distinction 
at all besides actually on major news sites, but in terms of like how people get their news from, you know, influencers. Now, there's just yeah. no one's doing any work to at least give one ounce. And that is to say, oh, yeah, there are these rockets coming from this group. Hamas. That's it. So, mm. um, again, I'm hoping for peace. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I love everyone. I love my Jews. I love my Arabs. I love. What if FA, you're a fucking star? We just relocate Israel to a better place. Then everybody wins. Bro, they were gonna put it in fucking Rwanda or Uganda or some shit. You know, give us somewhere in the Caribbean. I think I could convince some people. There's a book someone wrote about uh they put Jew they put Israel yeah, in Alaska. <laughs> like some guy just wrote a book. Like what would have happened historically that was different? They just put like a fantasy book? Like, yeah, it's a fantasy. <laughs> Someone's fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I guess it's not the homeland, you know. It's just nice. Honestly, I think, I think it's just too cold. Give yeah. them, give them. They'd figure it out. Aventura, bro. you guys got it, bro. That's yeah. you. We yeah. got you. I got mean, they, they did kind of. Yeah. yeah now right. make it official. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just Put them in Brooklyn. Just give them all of Brooklyn. They get the whole thing. Why not? <laughs> I was like, nah. why? They gonna start feeling real Palestinian. Yeah. <laughs> there There's a river. Bill. There's a river in Brooklyn. That's close. <laughs> they like rivers. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the sea. That's also There's true. There's a sea train right there. Yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> right there. You're in it. train is so good. See, that's how we solve this. Let's yeah. make fun of each that's other. Humor. 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 Yeah, let, let's go to the Middle East and try to solve it with humor. <laughs> humor and hummus. Let's try to start barking people into the show. The Notorious Tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Making a stop. Yeah, welcome okay. to the creek in the cave. Dude, fuck <laughs> <laughs> You guys want to see a show? Come on. The in. creek in the cave. That's funny, dude. They got to open a comedy club in Pakistan called The Creek and the Cave, dude. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Okay. Freedom fighters. All right, guys. That's been an episode of Flagrant 2. We lost some steam at the end. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm fucking exhausted. Never are we going to take an eating break in the middle of the pod again. That was a horrible idea, but we needed to break for certain reasons. We'll see you on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Flagrant 2. Okay, we'll see you over there. We love you. Go get them tickets to the shows. Okay, the infamous tour, theandrewshows.com. Friday, 10 a.m. Go get it, go get it, go get it, go get it. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you out there on Patreon, and we'll see you next week. Peace.